Radio. Row one, see one. Uh, I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch. Fuck I will. You, I like. will. I will do that. I'm gonna find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right, okay. <laughs> I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like he wasn't a bad guy. As far as who we said know. he was a bad guy, I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy, and I don't want to do that to this day. I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they booling in the butt? <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, also, we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, all right. All right, boys. Let's get after it, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Must be Tuesday. It must be. It must be. Thank you, you, you everybody, you. for joining us. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one, uh, live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Thank you all for joining us on this absolutely glorious Tuesday evening, January the 23rd, 2024. Snowy. It is a little snowy out, a little chilly, yeah, a little, little not that great of weather. Gentlemen, if you notice the forecast, there's about a one to two inch chance of snow tonight. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes doing the weather. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I fucking hate that Muppet. But uh, thank you, everybody, yeah! for joining us. Uh, we are going to get into a assload of football tonight. We've got all NFL things to cover. We've got uh, all the games were great. The game, obviously, we got all the divisional games: Woo! Bucks, Lions, Niners, Packers. We've got Chiefs, Bills. Sean is just oh. beaming. Oh, I was so happy. Beaming with joy over here. He He's the only person in America outside of Kansas City that's happy right now. <laughs> Not even New England fans are me, happy about me, this. I'm in full red face paint. Like I'm like I'm the ultimate warrior. Just like, oh, yes. So uh, I mean, that guy missed that kick, man. You're that young kid. Yeah. You're the kid that got chastised for having red paint. Remember that? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Where the fuck were you? That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> okay. That's uh, a good save. It's called a callback, Sean. <laughs> Jeez. Thanks. Oh Damn, give me a chance. Welcome. Fuck. Welcome to the welcome to this new thing called doing radio. Uh you know, we reference we things. We reference things that we've talked about, you know, Sometimes. from time to time. <laughs> you know, in the past. They they tend to come up. Uh you know, it is one of those things we tend to have uh try to hold each other accountable a little bit. So Yes. Yeah, uh, we yes. got that going for us. But uh, accounting. Yeah, we got all that to get into. We've got uh, Gerard Mayo is a racist. Um, <laughs> Jesus first press conference, and he comes out and he's just like, "I hate white people, and you should too." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not what he said, but so we'll get into that. I don't know. Uh, we have to listen to it. Hey, you know what? But in white people's defense, he did say they were going to burn money. It's a very white people thing to do. So. Um, you know, maybe it's you know, not, you know. I think a lot of the, kind of I think a lot of the whites are probably looking at him, going, "You might be a racist, sir, but I might still like you if you burn money on the appropriate people." We'll see who they can bring in. They're certainly going to need a. Good Do we need a lot of shit? Well, I think I think I think full the, slate here. <laughs> I think the days of Tom Brady, Danny Woodhead, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, and Gronkowski being featured in the offense are probably over. Uh, yeah, all right, all right. The, la- the last two were fucking 
rock stars. Let's not fucking put them in the same boat as Danny Woodcock. Yeah, Danny Wood. He was so elusive. Dude. So elusive. I can't. Nobody can say Danny Woodhead without me thinking about fucking Joe Theismann who ruined that player for me. Woodcock? <laughs> he just kept going on Wood High. And Dion, <laughs> screaming in the background. So elusive. And Dion's like, that ain't his name, dog. That ain't his name. That was the only thing. The, that was the only thing people could say about Danny Woodhead when they when he was playing. You know, they'd hand the ball off to him and he'd like slither through the line and like gain like eleven yards. And he's like, "Oh God, did you see? Did you see? Did you see how elusive he is? He's High so motor. elusive. He's just so elusive." Oh, he, him they and because uh, they couldn't say he was like fast or he was a great athlete because he was white. Because that's reserved. You know, you know, it's it's like this. We say this every year, right? Watch the draft, and it's like, okay, you have a black defensive end, and it's like freak athlete. Uh, you know, raw. Natural talent, uh, you know, freakish speed. Then you have like a white defensive end. It's like high football IQ, high motor, high motor. Uh, smart, technician, legs not twitchy enough. Yeah, uh, lacks fast twitch, ability to change direction. Like you know, like, parents worked two regular jobs. Yeah. It's like ah, it's all bad. It's, marks. it's so easy. It's so much fun to do that. That's why this is the one thing I do love about watching the draft and like the combine and everything leading up to it is you just see everybody just like all they just throw all their stereotypes out at every single person. Right. Like it's like they have two panels. They got one for the white kids and one for the black. It's right. Like, Wait, who's coming up next? Okay, white kid, give me this panel. All yep. right. This is the this is the descriptive right, these words. Are, these are the buzzwords <laughs> for this one. <laughs> yeah, and if, if you think like. We're joking. No, this is all true. All the even <laughs> current, even current, we turned it. We turned it into a drinking game we're for Christ's sake. I know. Even current NFL prospects that go through the process, they were like, "Yeah, I met the coaches and they asked me like what my childhood was like." They're like, "Nothing about football." They were like, "How many parents were in your house? What jobs did they do? Like, how often were you left alone?" And the guys were like, "I was not prepared for any of those questions." <laughs> it's just them, just like grilling them, like borderline racist shit. Oh, a hundred percent. It's like, it, why don't you just say? <laughs> like, like they asked, like, what was it? Uh, May, uh, Johnny Manziel. They asked him in that that documentary. They were just like, "What was your home like? How much money did you actually have? Like, what did you spend your money on? Like, what kind of cars did your parents drive?" Oh, He's no. like, "A bunch of shit." He's like, "I don't know." Yeah, and little did we know at the time he was lying about all of it anyway. Oh, he so. was, money, yeah. Crazy. yeah. But like, Johnny Manziel, the Johnny Manziel story is fascinating. It, it really like is. him even more. It it really did, and it took him from being like it. I thought he was a douchebag coming out of the draft. I actually liked him. After I the liked him coming well, out of the draft ever since he, he was did playing the, money the part of being thing. a douchebag. That yes. was the whole act. He was like, "Fine, you're gonna call me one. Guess I'm gonna be Just one. Just gonna lean into it. All right, here we go." And he became the fucking man. And then Baker Mayfield became what we all hoped Johnny Manziel would be. And uh, you know, we'll talk about him and the Lions and coming up here in a yeah, bit. Baker but... Mayfield is the Johnny Manziel success story. Yes. Yeah, he's Johnny Manziel of Johnny just, Manziel. Just about had... the drinking and partying. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe one day Bake will get to a Super Bowl. Maybe not. I don't know. I hope so. It depends where he ends up next year. I think he's staying right in Tampa. He's staying in Tampa. I don't think I don't think Tampa's letting him out of the They're gonna offer him that much money? What is their draft pick coming up? What do they have? It depends. Yeah. And we'll get right, do and they have like a trade like do they have like a random trade you know, do they you know, everybody fucking does that kinda of. that's well, what I'm saying. They, could, they might trade on draft. Well, then. that's what I'm saying. They could trade on draft oh, do they have a pick from like a couple years ago they traded for or something no, is what I'm no, saying. No, like no, no, I don't know how they're all picking, that. they're picking in the twenties. Yeah, I, I don't know all thirty two fucking t- Jesus, I don't even know what these pick is. They're but. picking the twenties. They have some they have some salary cap problems. They might have to let Mike Evans leave. Well, you're gonna right, lose right. either Mike Evans or Chris Godwin if you're Tampa. But we'll get probably lose Mike Evans. We'll get into that in a second. Um because we'll we'll do that when we get to the Lions and the Bucks game. Because we are going to get to the Lions and the Bucks. Good game. 
I mean, listen, let's just say, let's just get it out there now. Congratulations to all the Lion fan out there. Absolutely. I changed my profile picture for a week. Don't worry, it's only temporary, everybody. If you're not rooting for, if you're not rooting for the Lions, then I don't know I don't know what you're doing. You're not doing. a football fan. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. You I, should I, you should have your, your Colts logo like morph into a lion. It's the same colors, just morph into it. You'd be like, no lions. <laughs> um, before we get and before we get into uh before we get into all the fun shit too, I just want to throw it out there too right now. Um we're gonna ask everybody who wants to call in, uh hold your calls till the end of the show. We're gonna do like the last half hour we'll take calls. Um we're gonna try some a different little bit different formula here going forward. So we're not gonna be taking calls all throughout the show. We'll yeah. just take them at the end. So if you have any thoughts, you have any feelings Anything that you want to say, you can still call 774-992-8702 is the number, but we're not going to take calls until probably like the 10 o'clock hour. We'll let least. you know when the phone lines are open. Yeah, we'll open up the phone lines at Flood the end. Um, just huh. because uh, from feedback I've been receiving from people who have been listening, um, my own my own observations, um, but mostly feedback from you guys, the listeners. Yeah, we'll take um, it to the end of the, end of the show. I feel like it's going to be, it'll help the show flow better and, uh, and me a no. little bit. Uh, Can we take those off? No. You don't like doing that? Be a little smoother um, if we don't take any calls until the end, and we'll just kind of do like a rapid fire, like boom, 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 um, get your thoughts in. So if you have anything, if we say something early in the show, take a note, jot it down. Uh, we'll be, obviously be down to revisit anything we said during the show. We can always circle um, back to hockey. Well, no, message in the chat, too. There's, there's two or chats yes, you can do. Or drop it in the chat. Uh, obviously, if you you're not guide. if you're not following Row 1 Seat 1 on Facebook, we highly advise that you do that. Do it. Um, it is one of the funnier pages that you'll find. Sean uh, and our intern, Miguel, do a great job uh, yes. posting random-ass fucking content throughout the week. Miguel's pretty damn good, yeah. Yes, Miguel, who remains he he remains <laughs> off camera at all times. He's quite shy. Yeah, he's um, how do you say he's a he's a former listener? That's what's yeah. It he's a full he's like car, former. He was a former. Yeah, he started off. He's an OG, like an A one from day one like kind of OG. You know? He was he was a uh, a Mixler listener. Yeah, before Way we were even back. live, yeah. like on Facebook before that. So I know when it was the only Mixler days. Yes, yeah, was the only the pretty. Mixler only days. Hey, we um, ended up beating a lot of people from Mixler. Yeah, we did. We we did we did okay with that. That was uh, cool. It was good times. And I love Mixler. It's a great product, actually. Uh, which, I, if you want to listen to the show audio only live, right. uh, you can go to mixler.com. M i x l r dot com. The link is in the description. And that doesn't tie your shit up, right? Yes. So you don't have to tie your sh- uh, your shit up watching Facebook right. Live. You can just go to mixler.com backslash Joey Dash Fats. I put the link in the description every single week. Um, you can click on. You don't have to download anything if you don't want to. You just go to the. You know, open it in your browser, yep. um, click play, and you'll get a live. You'll get the live stream of the show, audio only, so yep. you can close it out and Put it go on about. Yeah, go on about your business. Use your phone um, as you would. And yeah, do whatever it else ever else it is that you would be doing. For me, I would probably be throwing darts, playing pool, um, maybe doing a little eye racing. You know. Yep. And then just have that on his background. So uh, that is an option for you if you don't want to use Facebook Live and have to sit there and keep the video open. So also the show will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast. This will be up uh, probably within about 20 minutes of this show concluding. So you can listen to it at any point after that. Um, All right, boys, let's do this. Where do we want to start? Um, First game. Where to start? Dude, should we do Gerard Mayo first? Well, and that, just get that, that, that out of the way. First. That did happen. All right, first. so let's yeah, let's keep it chronological. So, all right. Uh, I think to almost no one's surprise, the Patriots hired Gerard Mayo to replace Bill Belichick. What Wednesday last week? 
officially on Wednesday, even though it was announced the Friday the Friday before. Right. So they announced it. So Really? He was announced Friday and they didn't actually put pen to paper until Wednesday. No, yeah. no, no. Pen to pen had already been to paper, but they yeah. now they let everybody know they'd put pen to paper Friday. It was in his contract. Because oh, it was in his contract when initial... Bill was remember we talked about it last week? It was in his contract that Sean didn't like it. Do I know? I don't. I did not like I still don't like that. Paul was uh Paul was a little toasty last week. Yeah, so. I apologize to anybody last night who was wondering what the fuck I was talking about. I just I I started I personally thought it was hilarious. So I had a, I I had did a too. Tuesday fun day at brun- at lunch and brunch and all that other shit. So but it was just- really funny that you were just like <laughs> you're like I wanna I wanna circle back to something. And then the point was never made. Yep, I do remember that. <laughs> and I was just like, man, those guys just let me fucking crash and burn. They didn't even try. And you like- know, if we ever got, yeah, we did. If we ever got, if we ever got, <laughs> you didn't media- even help. You didn't even try to like wing me down. You know, just. <laughs> If no. <laughs> we ever got media credentials, we should just send Paul to all the media things. Like sending Paul to like the Patriots press conference, listen to mail talk, just stand up. I, I just want to know how many jokes were made about your last name in high school, bro. Yeah. And just sit down. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, this okay. Blows. This shit blows. <laughs> They're like, this guy's a journalist. It's like, well, neither none of you, so who gives a shit? Yeah, no shit. Um, but no, so the funny, so the Mayo thing, obviously we, we knew Mayo thing, and this is why I wanted to start with the Mayo thing, because it's going to be quick, and it's, yes, and it's, yes. and it's wicked fucking funny. We have the video, I'm going to, I'll play the video, I don't know if the audio is going to work. I know it's not, we're not going to be able to hear it. Okay. Um, but maybe check yeah, it and see if the, if the, if the audio's working, because I, I want the audio to hear it, because basically Gerard Mayo came out at his press conference, and Robert Kraft, because he's obviously he's the first African-American head coach in Patriots history. And of all time. He's, what, 36 years old. 37. 37 years old, right, two years younger than me. All right, I forgot, I turned 39 this weekend. Happy so. birthday. I turned Wait, thir- how old is he? 37. Fuck, he's my age. Yeah. yeah. So he's your Holy age. Shit. He's and never he's a head done? coach of the Patriots. He's never done? he's never held a position as a coordinator, like a, a, a defensive or offensive coordinator. I think his highest uh, essential was linebackers coach. Yeah, assistant head coach, linebackers coach. Yep. So he's never held any position. Now we'll get into this in a second, but this is funny because Robert Kraft basically comes out and they ask him like, "Oh, you hired the first African American coach in uh, in New England Patriots history. How does that feel?" And Robert Kraft is basically like, "Yeah, man. Like I don't see color. I just hired the best guy for the job. Like." This is football. It's the ultimate meritocracy. We all know how this goes. Like best guy for the job. this guy, we felt like was the best guy for the job, so we <laughs> hired him. And then Gerard Mayo comes out and is basically like, "I hate white people, and you all should too." So, check. So, God, listen, play the clip. Let's see. Let's see if the audio works. Hopefully, this audio works. I want to hear this. You won't. There we go. You may remember that's on a delay. Oh yeah, it is on a delay. My bad. Yeah. So, uh, yes. So, black, white, yellow. Basically, he comes out. He's like but black, white, yellow. People come in all colors. I don't. And what about the brown people, Gerard? I mean, you always hear black and brown, but you seem to have left them out. Um, are there no Hispanics now? Well, I just, 
I didn't see. Are there no Indians allowed? Okay. That was a very. Cringy. I mean, I did find. That it, was I did a find it fucking cringe. I did find it amusing how he did directly call out Asians, though, and at a time where like Asians are one of the most discriminated against minority groups. To be fair, I think he was especially trying, in academia. I think. <laughs> I think. I think he was trying to summon in young, uh, young Ho Koo from Atlanta yeah. to come be our kicker. But I just trying to I, woo him over. Uh, yeah, careful, careful. I don't know. It wasn't very like. I didn't like as a Patriots fan. Nothing wrong with what he said on the PC side of it, PR well, well, side well, of it. Hold, no, no, hold on. He wasn't very politically correct for someone trying to be politically correct. Yeah, <laughs> it did not come off the way he thought it was going to. Nah. It should have come out. No, was no, come he, out. Was, he was very DEI, uh, diversity yes. inclusive. That's Black, what that was. white, and disabled people. It's like. I hope to God we don't hire disabled a disabled people. No, like, are if the Patriots have a disabled like, person on the field, we're fucked. Okay. Yeah, and then he also threw in like you know yellow at the end too. He's but like, disabled people isn't a color. That's not a color. Yeah, issue. he was just he was just including everybody. Like, <laughs> I, I thought it was. You would have if you had just said black, white, and yellow. I, I guess. Th- I thought it was weird because he said fucked. that he said that right after someone asked Kraft like oh you know like Joey had just said he's the first uh, person of color to be the Patriots head coach in the whole history of the organization. And Kraft, answering as slow as possible, was like, oh, I don't see color. And Gerard's like, well, I see color. And I was like, ah. I'm like, that just like, I get it. I understand what he was trying to say and do. And he wants to be a player's guy. I just felt it was weird for the press conference to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of all the times to do it, why right after the owner says that? Like, here's the thing. And I'm sorry, but you can't just go out and call Asian people yellow. (laughs) You will probably get fucking punched, like. That was that was really passed was over to be honest. With you. I mean, it was just it was it, he stepped in it. his first press conference as the head coach of the Patriots, and he already steps in it, and it's just like, dude, like you didn't have to do that. All you had to do was just say, "Football is a meritocracy. The best players will play. Like we'll handle like yeah. like honestly." And at the end of the day, dude, like you're you're a football coach. Like, do we really think that you're going to be the guy that's going to affect the change to? Uh, uh, you know, rid the world of racism? Like, give give me a break, dude. Like this whole. Like I'm uh, so important because of the, the oh the platform I've been given the platform I've been given man shut the fuck up bro like you're a fucking one of thirty two coaches and you know what two thirds of you aren't gonna have a job in four years no so shit. fuck out of here you being one of them most likely yeah. what the fuck honestly like let's be real like. Yeah. And talking when with they other... go three and thirteen again the next fucking three and years or whatever fourteen and... sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your point. No, Sorry. no, no. I was just going to say, and I talked to other Patriots fans, and Patriots fans are like, oh, you're reading too much into it. And I'm like, I'm not, though. And I'm like, I know I've been conditioned with Belichick for 22, 23 years, whatever it was, 23 years. I've been conditioned with Belichick basically giving nothing and, and coaching to an, to an extreme. And now I'm like, I got the happy-go-lucky guy now. Because then he follows that interview up with an interview right after that, and he's like, we're going to burn cash, baby. <laughs> and he's like making jokes, and I'm like, Bro, we're, bro, we're four thirteen. Like, yeah, we're gonna burn. Them. We're gonna burn cash. Meanwhile, Jonathan Kraft's sitting there going, "The fuck you are." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I, if you want to talk about that too, like that's a whole other topic. Like of all the extra hires that were done after this, like all of a sudden this Robin Glazer was made uh, yeah. senior counselor to Gerard Mayo. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I think you're gonna have to burn cash next year, dude. We're gonna have to burn all the put cash. a chick in it and make her gay. We're going to have to burn all of our money. Like, Robin like, Glazer is basically the Kathleen Kennedy of the Patriots. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's going to ruin the whole franchise. I, I, I really think they're trying to give Gerard, because they want talent to come here. What was your O-line ranked this year? 
Our offensive line? Yeah. If I had to rank it myself, probably 28 out of 32. What was it officially ranked? Do you remember? Do you know? No. Probably 30 out of 32. Jesus Christ, yeah. So you guys are fucked. I mean, how do you define that? I mean, I don't know. They have talent. I know. It's, right. No, they, they do have a rank. We had a lot they? of injuries, like, too. Well, yeah, but you had open when you. You got... He's probably leaving, apparently. Oh, that's true. But you got good players there. Just they didn't come together this year. But nonetheless. I fall in love with players, and those players always leave. I fall in love with that dude year one. Sorry. I know you did. You were like, that boy, Theo. I'm like, oh, my Lord, this boy, I want you. <laughs> and we're looking at him, and we're going, oh, and we're going, yeah, that boy, is thick. Yeah, and yeah. that dude was, it looked like he was going to be an absolute road grade. I mean, he did pan out. He did end up being, I think, your best offensive lineman of the, uh, of the season. Absolutely. And I don't even think it was close. No, uh, not even close. He was like your version of Quinn Miners. Yeah. Just let that belly breathe, baby. Hell yeah. Fucking love Quinn Miners. Fucking love that kid. God, I can't wait till next year. It's going to be so fucking awesome watching Bo Nix take snaps on the center from Lloyd Cushenberry. Or you no, would actually, be lucky to get Bo Nix. Denver would be lucky to get Bo Nix. Uh, listen, we'll get, in, we'll, we'll get into a little bit saying, of my... Bro- we'll, get into, like, we'll get into my oh, Broncos in the offseason. you to get him. I'm saying like... Oh, he'll be there when we draft at 12. If we want him, we'll get him. No, that's way too early. You guys getting Why? Bo Nix is If you're like, taking your franchise quarterback, 12 is fine. Just sit there, take it. I mean, what, you think you can trade back one or two spots and gain a third or a fifth or something? Trade back like 10 or 15 we'll spots, third, yeah. But I mean, you could potentially. Yeah. My ideal situation for the Broncos, not this, well, and I won't rabbit hole this too bad, would be sign Drew Locke in free agency and draft Bo Nix. You and Drew Locke, man. Bro, let that shit go. Horse cock Locke, Why bro. not Trevor Simeon? Bring his Be- ass back, too. I, dude, listen. You oh want to bring Trevor Simeon as a camp on? You know I'm what? all for Fuck it. it. Just, you know what? Just go get Zach Wilson. What? No. He's yeah. not a Bronco. Oh, no, that know, pushes but, the line. No, I know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you're talking about these garbage ass quarterbacks. Come on, man. No. Might as well just go get Listen, Zach first of all, fuck you. Team Money Wiggle is the fucking man. Both of them suck, What's Jake Plummer doing? Probably making shrooms. No, I think he's yeah. I think he's growing mushrooms. He grows mushrooms. He's got mad long hair and shit. Oh, he plays pickleball now. He probably in good shape. He's a skier, dude. He is like the epitome of like I live in the mountains. Love the woods. Holy crunch. Yeah, love Jake Plummer, but I don't think him and I would probably get along in real life. Probably not. I'd be. He'd be like, hey man, you want to like take some mushrooms and go for a walk in the woods? I'd be like, no. I'll drink some vodka and go downtown and like play some big buck hunter. Oh, you but. conformist, bro. Would you vote for Trump? <laughs> oh, now we got fucking problems, dog. <laughs> now we got straight beef, son. Yep. Then he blows some weird shroom dust in your face. And you got like, some no. brain-eating amoeba or some shit. Yeah, like, trying to, like, I'm all of a sudden like, squaring up like the dad in the ring. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, no, so the Gerard Mayo thing... Um, where were we going with this? Oh, right. So he's a racist. He's yeah, he's a racist, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna burn money." And John on the grass, like, "Fuck you are." Right. Um, the funny thing about the whole Gerard Mayo thing is, is if the Patriots, let's say Gerard Mayo had been a white guy, and the Patriots had put into his contract that when Bill Belichick retires or moves on or leaves the organization, you are going to fill his spot. You can't Would they that. still? Would they still have to? Because obviously they didn't have to fulfill the Rooney rule because they hired a black man. And this is where it kind of gets funny to me because, well, what if they had the guy in the building that they want? Let's say hypothetically it was Matt Patricia, just for fucking argument's sake. Yes, 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 gotcha. And they're like, Matt Patricia, rocket scientist. Guy's a fucking brilliant man. He's going to be, let's say Matt Patricia was on track to be the next fucking greatest Sean McVay times 10, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. Just make something up. We know he's not, but let's just say he was. Correct, yeah. And this, Matt, but let's say Matt Patricia had never elevated above a position coach. 
and was just an assistant. He'd never been a coordinator, a defensive or offensive coordinator. He'd never been a head coach. He had no prior head coaching prior. No prior head coaching experience. If he was a white dude, would the Patriots have been allowed to do that? Would no. they have been allowed to put that in his contract that says, you are Bill Belichick's successor when he decides to leave, period, end of story? I don't think so. I think it's against the – I think it breaks the NFL Rooney rule. I think it's, that's not allowed. Because, How many but that's, do they have to interview before? At least one. You have to, you have to, just and, one? And everybody yeah. knows the Rooney rule is a fucking joke because it's they just – super racist. Everybody just brings in, like, one fucking black guy. And you ask, like, you know, Eric Bieniemy was the guy for years. Yes. Everybody interviewed Eric Bieniemy for a, a head coaching job just for years. Just to get it out of the way. Just to be like, yeah, look, okay. <laughs> We know we're not fucking hiring this guy, but we'll fucking waste our time interviewing him. Right. Because... Now, isn't that more like degrading? Yes. Uh, if you talk yeah, to a lot of these African-American head coaching like, candidates, yeah, yeah they it's tell you they're like... leave it up to the fucking white people to know what's best for them because they're no. elitist pieces of shit. I fucking hate that. It's I fucking, it's why I hate white people. Fucking white people are so fucking stupid sometimes, dude. Liberal I, ass fucking Democratic I, white people. I think it's so offensive if, especially Adam Schefter tweets it out. And so does Ian Rappaport. All the guys this past week that, that have interviewed with other teams, it's Schefter. I forgot who the gentleman's name was, but the, he went and interviewed, and he goes, now it completes the Chargers uh, course for the Rooney rule. It's like, that sucks to see that in a report from Adam Schefter. Right. So like, basically, you know, basically, you know, I think you just interviewed and you're not getting the job. Yes. Adam Schefter already All knows. All you were there to do was satisfy a quote. The Rooney rule. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, the enemy, just the token black guy to interview. To I get this. I fun. get the spirit of the Rooney rule. Like, I get the idea behind it. If it was it, in good faith. But it's, it's never in good, in good faith. And it's it's always just there just to horrible. be like. Just like most policies and politics. Well, that's the thing. It's like, and again, mm-hmm. and it goes right back to kind of what. But the thing is. It circles straight back to what Gerard Mayo just said. All right, Jen. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Call me Peppermint Patty one more time. I swear to God. Uh, it goes right back to what Mayo just said, where he's basically like, yes, I see color. Yes, I see disability. Yes, I see all these things. And it's like, okay, but now all you're doing is feeding into that same shit that you're complaining about when you – like. Because he didn't have to go through it. No, no, not at he all. He didn't have to go through. He didn't have to go through. He doesn't have to know what it feels like to be interviewed for a head coaching job and lose out that you know you're not going to get. That you're only going to be. You're only there to satisfy a quota because you're available to be interviewed. Well, I take that back. He did that twice. He was interviewed twice in the last two years for a head coaching position. Paul, to, take your headphones off when you're to 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 to, to satisfy <laughs> to satisfy the Rooney Rule. He was interviewed by Miami before Mike McDaniel. And he was uh, interviewed by, I think it was the Giants, before Brian Dayball. But not for a head coaching position. For the head coaching position. I thought he was. Head, I thought he was interviewed just as a, as coaching staff. No, 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 no. I want to look up the two teams. Maybe right I'm now. wrong on this one. Okay, maybe he maybe was. Right. He interviewed twice, and the reason why they said the Patriots put That's that good. in there. Wow, you yelled at him. I thought you were empty. That's Jesus. That's all you want? Aren't you empty? Guy. What? We got two hours to go. Dude, I was pouring mine for the longest time. I watched how long you this, poured this, mine. This is why at 10 p.m. you start getting off the rails with, with questions. <laughs> yeah, some of, Me? some of us have responsibilities no, to the show. Some of us have the responsibility. Listen, if I get shit-faced, that means I'm going to turn around and just stop playing Call of Duty and be like, this is boring, <laughs> and be like, bye. That's what happens when I get shit-faced, and then the show goes completely off the fucking rails. But, um, but go on. I'm sorry. So, I'm, I'm looking it up. Okay, so I was under the impression that he was uh, he was only interviewed as a as like an assistant or... Uh, a, a head coach, 
Did you forget your juice downstairs? You dumbass. Says he has a piss too. So yeah. Well, that's good. Good for him. Um, I was under the impression that he had, he hadn't had to go through it, but the thing is, is he only had to go through it twice. Even if let's say he, this is true, like you're accurate. Carolina Panthers and and the uh, and the Miami Dolphins. I was I was running wrong, but Carolina Panthers was the other team. So he did interview for a head coaching position that he knew he wasn't getting. Yes. Okay. So you've got to understand. You got to see it for both, like both ways, right? Or is that just me using common sense and applying it to a world that really doesn't do that? I mean, you're using common sense and in, in, in the whole analogy. I just, I just don't. I didn't like that Rooney Rule when it was first adopted. What was it, 10, 12, 13 years ago? Oh, more than that now. Was I want to say it was like mid two thousands. Like, Jesus, like oh one, oh two. How is that rule not abolished at this point for being discriminatory in, in its own nature? Do you really need that rule when you have successful black head coaches in the league that oh, deserve three was the Rooney Rule. Wow, it's 22, 21 years now. Yeah, I knew it was right around then because I remember I remember it very, 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 very vividly when it happened. And I remember thinking to myself back then and being like, okay, like I get what you're trying to do, but like you realize like these teams are just going to go out and hire. They already know pretty much who they're hiring. These head coaching searches are usually between like one or two people. Yeah. You know, there's usually a guy where the the head coaching interview is, okay, let's get this guy in the door. Let's make sure he says what we think he's going to say. And then let's sell him on being our head coach because we know he's got five other teams that want him. Yes. And let's get down to dollars and cents and numbers and things like that. Yep. Everybody knows that's how it goes. Like, it's not about, you know, hmm, we don't know who the best candidate is out there. We got to interview these guys. Because how many times do we see this? They go out, you know, coach get. You might have guys in the playoffs. If if it was if that was really the case, you wouldn't be allowed to hire a head coach until after the Super Bowl. Correct. You know, if there was this really like if there was this really dynamic search going on for a head coach and you know, we're really gonna go out there and leave no stone untoined. Like, you know, and don't get me wrong, that does happen from time to time. Every once in a blue moon. Of course it does. That will be the case where they'll, you know, they'll go out there and they'll actually like a team will be like yeah, we really got nothing here. We got a new owner. We got a new GM. We got new people in the front office. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's go out here and try and figure out who the fuck we're going to hire. That is so s- seldom the case. These teams, these owners and the GMs and everything they know, they're like, okay, they bring in a GM. That GM probably already has one or two guys that he knows he wants to hire. Yes. Everything's calculated. And if the coach gets fired and they retain the GM, they already know. They probably knew by week 10. Absolutely. Who they're going to hire. This is the NFL. Like, nothing is left to chance here. Absolutely. If you wait until week 18 to figure out, like, hmm, who's available? Too late. They're already probably hired. Like, there's already a handshake, you know, a wink and a handshake deal that's been made behind closed doors. And say, all right, well, I'm going to go take some interviews. You know, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to sign with you guys as the head coach. But But. I want to go get wined and dined and enjoy the experience for a little bit. And, you know, I want to go I want to go down to New Orleans and see what the Bensons throw at me. You know, I want to go up to New York and see what the Maris, you know, try to do to woo me to come in here. You know, don't worry. I'm I'm coming to San Diego or L.A., whatever. Like, yeah, I'm coming to you guys. But like, let me just go out and kind of get my beak wet a little bit. And you know, enjoy some of the perks of being a sought-after head coaching candidate. Of course. And then they go out and they do that. That's exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. And it's not any secret. Everybody knows. Like, we've been following this league long enough. Now, don't get me wrong. There is something to a head coaching search. There are teams that do. They do. I mean, there is due diligence being done. They are looking for any potential faults, weaknesses, cracks, things like that. You know, 
fundamental disagreements and how a team should be run because you might think you got a guy and then he comes in there and they're like you know i mean i can't imagine josh mcdaniels when he interviewed with pat bolin was like the first thing i would do if i took over this when i take over this team trade jay cutler and brandon marshall and pat bolin would i can't and i can't imagine pat bolin would have been like you son of a bitch Bitch, i'm in yeah no shit nope 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 because like no it's just not how it goes. So there had to have been something, some wool pulled over some eyes somewhere, and it it happens every year. Anyway, back to Mayo. Mm-hmm. It just makes you wonder, like, why is it that they can do this? Like, okay, they can do this because he's a black head coach, but what about the equally or more qualified white head coach? What about, uh, I don't know, who's, uh, who's going to be coordinator of the year this year? Uh Lions offense coordinator. Who's that? Oh, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Uh, what about? Um, I don't know. Uh, is uh, what's his name still the uh, the Chiefs defensive coordinator? Fucking um, skinny face. Uh, Spags. Spags. He's still there. Still there. All right. What about Spags? Is Spags get another crack at it or I don't not? Think so. No, probably not. Because you no. know why? Because he's been like, kind of. T- we know this, but he's look what he's done with that Kansas City defense. Good defensive coordinator. Great defensive coordinator. But yeah. is he going to get a crack at a head coaching job? No. But if he was black, he'd probably at least get an interview. Somebody would interview him because he'd fucking satisfy the stupid rule. Right. So Don't, don't you think it's time to, to just retire that rule, though? Because we've had so much success. When yeah, I don't think anybody's sitting there looking at a black guy going like, mm. he can't coach you. Yeah, guy. no shit. We've had look, a, at, look at Demeco Ryan's first year right. with a rookie Demeco quarterback. Ryan's, Mike Tomlin. I like said Demeco, whatever. Sorry. These, these guys are like, t- those are two of the best coaches in the league right now. Yes. Demeco Ryan's definitely probably rookie coach of the year. Todd Bowles pretty good. Yeah, Todd Bowles not bad. Uh, yeah, we'll, well, we'll get into Todd Bowles in a minute, leaving timeouts in his pocket, uh, which I thought was a total well, pitch. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, he, he, he got a, I mean, he's got a talented team, yes, but... I mean, he's got a pretty talented team with a pretty talented he, roster, and he still only got him nine eight and barely won that division. Yeah, did win a playoff game though, yeah. so he's got that going for him. That's but again, Tom Ball's not bad. Right. Won a playoff game, was cocky to a uh, to a reporter. No, yeah, nobody's nobody's yeah, sitting there. No. Well, I, don't we'll think, be indoors, I don't think anybody's so. sitting there like being like you know, oh Todd Bowles, man, <sighs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't no. think, but nobody's, but nobody's kicking him out of bed either. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's a good, he's a, he's serviceable. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, people don't realize that serviceable in this league is, is pretty damn good. Yep. Because, listen, after you've lived through, uh, you know, the Vic Fangios and the Nathaniel Hackett's of the world, um, serviceable sounds really appetizing. Oh, yeah. You know, Vance, uh, Vance Joseph. Damn, I was like, who is on the screen? I yeah. was trying to think of his name, like Vance so, Joseph. <laughs> I don't know. I just, find it, I just find it highly amusing because you know damn well if, if the Patriots had done this with a white head coach, like I said, who had never had any oh, it would have been huge head trouble. coaching or even coordinator experience, the typical race hustlers, you know, the Jamil Hills, the Bomani Look Joneses, what happened to the Colts with Jeff Saturday. The Stephen bro. A. Smith. They would have just, they would have lost their fucking minds. Yeah, they, they were they, so pissed that they didn't give it to somebody who, you know, whatever. Yeah, but that's people in general. Yep. Yeah, because that's what they do. They race hustle for a living. Like, there's a reason why Jamil Hill is a fucking failure. Like, she's felt, she, she has now surpassed Lane Kiffin as the person who has fallen up most in her career. Like, Bomani Jones has had, like, 30 shows canceled. His shows do terrible. Like, we probably do better numbers than fucking Bomani Jones, for Christ's sakes, at this point. And <laughs> He's with, not lying. And I'm not even kidding, dude. Like, Bomani Jones sucks. Yeah. Nobody listens to his shit. And all he does, because all he does is race hustle. Right. 
And there's like, you know, it's like, oh, okay, dude, 14 people you. out there that are like, yeah, get them. Right. And then the, all the other 20 billion people are just like, all right, dude, this is kind of tired and boring. Like, right. are you actually going to give me anything of substance here? Right, like, no shit, right? Nah, I'm like, most, because, you know, fortunately, most people actually do crave good factual content right. that they can relate to. Right. You know? And, and I get it. Like, is substanceless. So. You know, and racism, it's just, the whole race, it's, it's just lazy. Yeah, it's substanceless. It's just lazy. But that's a whole other tirade for a whole other show. Yep. But the Gerard Mayo thing, hilarious. Um, because Robert Kraft comes out and he's like, football is a meritocracy. I don't see color. I hire the best people for the job. Gerard Mayo, I hate white people and you should too. How how do you feel, and this is kind of, kind of just springing this on both of you, multiple former players of the Patriots that have played with Gerard and, and know him said the Patriots are making the playoffs like uh, next year. Book it. Like, like, put money on it. I don't know what you're is, basing it, that off. Is that because like, they're going to go spend dough, or is that just because even if you Gerard do, Mayo's that good even of a you, coach? Even if you do go spend dough, what like, do they base that on? Yeah, wait, what, right? What are you basing? Think, it? Oh, Gerard Mayo's head coach, book it. I think what? I think they're basing it off of Gerard is smart enough to keep the defense still really good. I'm guessing right now. Okay, I hope they're a playoff team, but I I sincerely doubt it. I think they're betting on the defense is still going to be really good next year. They're going to improve the offense enough where they're going to bring in someone that run a Shanahan offense, to run some kind of offense that they're not used to having. Well, that's what I would have to see first. I'd have to see what changes they make because they're going to have to make wholesale changes on the offensive and, side like, of the ball the, before I even, even think about Because think about it. you got Aaron Rodgers coming back next year. So the Jets are instantaneously – that's – okay, there's a playoff team. There's one. Right. The Bills, last I checked, still got Josh Allen under center. That's yep. a playoff team. Yeah. Miami, as long as they stay healthy – Listen, they're not, they're probably not winning a Super Bowl, but that's a playoff team, if, when, right, especially when they're right, healthy. Right, right. It's you're uh, gonna have to win games on the road to come down. All to of a sudden, yeah, this isn't this isn't ten years ago where right. you know the you Patriots are far like light, light, light years ahead of everybody. Locked them, and the Bills are you know out there you know fucking I don't know fucking putting uh what's his name fucking uh the God damn it. Not Tyrod Taylor, but he, yeah, sure, him. Or the Jets are, are, you know, going out and being like, hey, we got Chad Pennington now. Like, Geno Johnson. Smith. Geno Smith. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> like, this ain't, this ain't it, dog. Like, you know, Miami's not trotting out fucking Joey Harrington at quarterback this year. Or Cleo Lemon, right? I mean, they like, might soon. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens Colt with McCoy, Tua. But, no, uh, Colt McCoy would probably be not better pretty. than Cleo Lemon, but yeah. <laughs> only marginally. Only marginally. Is he still on a backup process somewhere? No, I think he's done Cold? Now. No, last year I think he was. He was on yeah. Arizona for a long time. Yeah. Arizona, and then he was on Browns right before that, too. Was it Browns? Oh, I thought it was Texans, maybe, too. He's, he's actually Browns. still floated around the he's league for a, an alarmingly Sucks. long time. Yeah, that kid never panned he's, out. No, he's blows. very smart, though. Like yeah. he's, he, he probably understands. made $40 million like that asshole sitting on the bench. Remember that guy? I remember like, when him and, I think it was like him and Jimmy Clausen were at the Manning passing camp, but they were yes. like, this is the future of the NFL. And I was Cole like, McCoy. I look at Jimmy Clausen, I'm like, that dude looks like a fucking ostrich. There's no way in hell he's the future of the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Remember, he used to walk around with his shirt off and like wear like Hollister t-shirts. Yeah, and then he went to and then he went to Notre Dame. And we were like, okay. And then he was like decent at Notre Dame. He got drafted and he sucked. We were like, okay, yep, yeah, we figured it yep. He went to the Sometimes Panthers. You, just never was know over. Who's gonna be good, you know what he was, you know, he, he's probably, you know, he was he would have been really like one of those guys. He'd have been like, oh man, love to have you be my quarterback in my flag football league on Tuesday nights, bro. Right. Think you can make some time? Because yeah. like we could use a cube. Like we got some players. We could use a cube, dog. Yeah, you know? like Josh Rosen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 
Those guys are those guys are out there playing in like semi pro leagues right now. Like, right, right. Or, or making Rosa money. Might not even be in like or maybe in the USFL or whatever it is. Yeah, he might no, not I even think, be. I think he's, I think he quit football together. Yeah. Yeah, well. yeah. I mean, if I was him, I'd be out there fucking just lighting up flag football leagues, winning mad, you know, trophy uh, championship uh, t-shirts and ten dollar trophies. Bro, I probably would have tried to stay healthy. I mean, look at this year with the year the backup quarterback. Who knows? Maybe Nobody like, wants him. No. Yeah, but that's every Nobody. year, Paul. I think he was a every every year. Anybody. Every year is the he year was of the backup quarterback. Dickhead. Nobody wanted to deal with him. That was he, it he, too. He sucked. So it's like fuck out of here, if, dude. If you can just be a normal smart player, you will last as a backup quarterback forever. Right. Right. But if but the the thing on him was that he was cocky, arrogant, and believed he could start, and he was just garbage. I can't wait till the next twelve guys who passed up on twelve teams. That passed look at up, look at Cam. Cam this weekend. Cam Newton's like, oh, I'm gonna go play 16. for Belichick in Atlanta next year. It's like, no, you're not. It's like, first of all, I fucking Bill I, I, was gonna say, I fucking hate Cam Newton. He's a fucking he's, tool. He's Every crazy. time I see a clip of him online, I just cringe and I'm like, why is you it? You have a mental. I, he, I know. I know the only unstable. reason. The only reason why people are still giving him airtime is because it generates clicks and views. Yes, because he does. it's so ridiculously off well, right, the wall. Be, because he dresses like Steven Tyler and he says outlandish shit. So it's like, okay, <laughs> just like Steven Tyler. You know what because I'm saying? Someone's like, grandmother. Yeah, like yeah, like he. <laughs> fun- my, my favorite was when he was like, you know, when he when he was like that. The female reporter asked him about like, oh hey, did he run the wrong route? And he was like, wow, females asking about routes. Right. Oh, oh, like you're wow. some fucking Peyton Manning genius with. Oh like- no, don't, 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 don't you remember Peyton Manning and Tom Brady ruined the league? They did the league a disservice. Oh yes, don't forget yeah, that. Don't oh, forget that. According that? to Cam Newton, yeah. we played it. Oh, maybe you. Oh, why? Won, yeah. Because they made it too hard for him. <laughs> you know, I'll show you the clip later. But oh, yeah, basically, okay. he said that like because. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady would come out and throw for 350 and three touchdowns. Yeah. That if you didn't come out and throw for 350 and three touchdowns, yeah. you weren't a good quarterback. But if you came out and ran for 100 and threw for 250, you still weren't as good as Tom Brady and Peyton Manning throwing for 350. He's like, we all put up 350 and three touchdowns, but they did it through the air. I did it. I did it with my legs. And that did the league a disservice because then guys like me can't get a fair shake. Yeah, Cam Newton. And I'm like... Dude, you were like you were you were literally the guy who dove into the end zone against the Giants in a thirty-four nothing game, scored seven points, and was ripping your shirt open like you're Superman ah. with four minutes to go in a blowout. Like yeah. you're a clown. And and you literally bitched out in the biggest moment of your life. You had no mom's spaghetti on your sweater. There was none. 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 You didn't throw shit up. You nope. weren't nervous. You just bitched out. Bitched out. Like, and thank God he did, because the Denver Broncos got their third Super Bowl, Super Bowl out of I will third never, Super Bowl championship. If you, if you, if, if the second you say Cam Newton, there is one image that pops in my mind, and that's him like dancing back out of that fumble, going, "Ooh, no, I might get hurt." Oh my God! There's Derek Wolf yep. and Malik Jackson Fuck and TJ Warren. Bro. Uh. Fuck you, you stupid dab up fucking fifteen in one season, whatever. Fuck you, you by the wayside. Yep. You lost. See you the fuck later. Fifteen and one. Everybody MVP. Will, yep, yep. And you lost. And, and got dominated in that yep, game. And you so, dress like. So like, I, I, I really squirreled us right there with that one quick. Cam says he's gonna play with Belichick next year. Yep. And now we went into like a hate. Oh, I hate Cam I Newton. I just never really been a fan of Cam Newton. I always thought when he played for Auburn, I thought he was a fucking you, clown. You like Josh Allen though? Huh? You like Josh Allen? That's White Cam Newton. No, no, it's not. No, he's Vanilla Vic. Yeah. Let me go to the old sorry, Google machine. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Dan, <laughs> sorry, Danny Dimes, but we're co-opting your co your, 
Yeah. We're stealing nah, your nickname. Nah, yeah, Josh nah. Allen is now Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. I like that one. He's better. Vanilla, baby. He'll joke. Nah, you. Cam Newton. Nah, Cam Newton's a clown. Not a fan. I've never been a fan. Never cared for him. Don't care for him. Didn't care for him then. Don't care for him now. Like no. I said, I think it was. It wasn't his rookie year. It was his second year. I think it was 2012. I could care less about. And him. when he did he was... the you did the Superman thing after being down 34 nothing at the Giants, yeah, 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 and yeah. dove in the end zone like with th- literally three minutes to go, and then did the Superman right. thing. And, and I remember watching it and being like, "You know, what you do after that. Are you, you hand, fucking kidding you me? You hand the ball to the ref, and you run the fuck off. <clears> like you don't. Side. I don't even want my teammates coming up and like patting me on the head yeah, and celebrating yeah, that. No, like, just get the fuck to the sideline. Yeah, nah, dude, we're still down fucking 26 points. Like, let's get the fuck. Or 20, 20, 27 points. Like, let's get out of here. Like, we're done. Yeah. It's over. Uh, like, we fucked up. Right. We're no celebrating. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, what do you guys want to What do we want to do next? We had. Uh, first game. Yeah, let's get into the games from the weekend. Was so, what was the first game? Uh, first game was Ravens Texans on Saturday afternoon. Four o'clock Saturday afternoon. Surprisingly much better than I thought that game was going to be. Uh, no, nah, pretty much went exactly how I thought it was. Baltimore yeah. just won it going away. Yep. No, 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 second half. But first half, that game was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. For, like I said, Baltimore they're, won they're, going they're, away. Their rushing games doing pretty, pretty fucking solid. Baltimore. They're, well, they're run, I mean, their run games. Fucking look at the quarterback, dude. And, no, but I mean, like their running back was it Edwards and Edwards and what the fuck's the other guy's name? The I'd other bet. dude's name on the Baltimore Ravens. I, I, I'm so accustomed to just Lamar Jackson running it so goddamn no, it's often. Edwards. I had one of them, and then I was like, I'm looking, I'm like. Damn, these it's guys are kind of fucking ripping it up. They're getting some open, like, like eleven nine to like eleven yard gashes on shit, and I'm like, and it's not Lamar Jackson. I'm like, damn. I mean, listen, this you gotta, but like, you gotta remember too that that Texans defense isn't exactly right. But a think wagon. about how much that helped to like save Lamar's body and everything to like oh, get him through the playoffs. Like, yeah, well, that's what they have. I don't to do. think Lamar's ever had like a halfway decent rush like run game, and I'm not saying like throughout the whole season. I haven't really paid much attention to like what they've done as a whole, but. Last well, week they had, against uh, the Texans, they fucking helped them out big time. What? What? Go ahead. Finish what you're going to say. No, that was it. <laughs> the leading rusher for the Ravens against the Texans was Lamar Jackson by a shit ton. Yeah, probably, but there was... No, but he was saying the other two did finally pull their weight. Justice Hill. Justice Hill. Justice Hill. All right, and that kid Edwards, right? Was Ed- it Gus Edwards? Well, actually, Justice Hill, and then followed by uh, Dalvin Cook had the most, and then Edwards after him. Oh, no shit. Edwards yeah, was four. But that's, but when, yeah, but when has fucking Lamar had three guys that he can fucking dish it off to that can actually kind of run the fucking ball? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Lamar Jackson always had to do it himself. Lamar Jackson had 20, yes, 20 less yards than all three of them combined. What did Lamar rush for? 100 and uh, what? 100 yards. 11 100 carries, 100 yards, 9.1 average, two touchdowns rushing. Right. right, but if you're, but the thing is, is you got to go back and watch the game. It's when I Lamar know. chose to run. Yes, right. and and it's it's listen. If Lamar, and it's, when, and it's when those other three gashed for like nine and eleven yards. That was like drive savers on like a third and eight or like a, a big like third down. They fucking you know they would make up the third and fifteen by getting eleven fucking yards or like the, right. The That's what I'm saying. The situational like, football. Yeah, I felt like Lamar had a lot of help. This it was past it was a much more. More complete offensive game yeah. than I think we're accustomed to seeing from the Ravens in the playoffs. Because usually the Ravens in the playoffs, they're very they become you make them one dimensional, you make Lamar beat you with his arm, and then he doesn't, and you're like, cool, we win. Right. Ask Cincinnati, ask uh what was it? it was the Chargers, uh uh or yeah, whoever yeah, it was the was it the Chargers? Yeah. 
and uh, you know whatever. Uh, I think I shouldn't say twice, but you get my point. You don't. Lamar's never gone more. He's never won more than one game in the postseason. Right now, he's going up against a Kansas City defense on Sunday, albeit at home. That's been pretty stout. Right, we talked about Spags, and we talked about how well of a job he's done coordinating that Kansas City defense in right. a year where we really don't, we really didn't think. You know, their their offense has kind of been down compared to what we're KC. used to. KC's. Absolutely. That's why I was thinking, I'm like, they seem more beatable this year. My, oh, they're entirely more beatable. Than they may have seemed in the past couple, like, three years And, so. I mean, you could go back and look at those Kansas City games, and I talked about this with one of our buddies earlier today, and, and he said, you know, he's like, Kansas City was really like, you know, they were three drop passes away from being far and away the one seed. Right. And I'm like, yes. They, you could go back and look at those three one, those three drops, but what led to them being in position where those drops were actually the crucial portion of that right, game? Right, right, Because right. nine out of ten times, that's not even they're not even in that situation, right? Because that offense is humming right along. So Mahomes hasn't looked quite himself. I know everybody's like sitting there, you know, oh, he stands on his business. He beat Josh Allen again. He's just in another AFC championship, six straight AFC championships. It's like, yeah, dude, the AFC's been fucking garbage. Like, outside of uh, of the Kansas City Chiefs, the AFC has been garbage. Mm-hmm. Lamar, like, everybody's like, oh, Lamar Jackson. I'm like, dude, no. Like, that, that offense has been shit. I'm sorry. Like, it's I'm not impressed by Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Well, I haven't been impressed by who else. I mean, honestly, who else has been even remotely consistently good in the AFC Six. since Mahomes took over? Maybe Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo. That's it, right? That's, that's it. the only team that's but Buffalo actually- doesn't get by the – the conference, like they, they can't even get to the conference, they lose in the divisional round, right? Like, but like consistently good, yes, for the past what ten years? No, Buffalo's no. Buffalo's only been decent for like the last five, three, three. Because yeah, you go back and, to twenty one when twenty twenty one was when they lost the thirteen seconds to go. Yep, yep. Then they lost last year to Cincy. Yep. They lost again this year to Kansas yep. City. So four years. Granted, so they were in it when they were in it against Houston. In the in the COVID year, the 2019 year, 2020, but that well, was no 2019, that, and then 2020 they were in it too. No, 2019 they were in it though. That was that was the last they lost year of the, the Texans. I thought they didn't make the playoffs that year. I thought because Brady's final year, they played against the uh, the Titans, but the Patriots get eliminated. I think you're right. I think Buffalo just missed it that year because that was been. I think Josh Allen was still. Oh, was ass. this 2019? Yeah, I think but I think Josh Allen was still ass that offseason. He got digs. And that really changed changed his life. Twenty nineteen was that the year that Jacksonville made? It? No, the Bills made it in twenty nineteen. Uh, what was the year that? Yeah, Jackson the Bills lost to the Texans in nineteen. Wow, uh, I didn't remember that one. Yeah, and then twenty twenty, they beat Indianapolis. That was the Philip Rivers year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that was the game that the Colts should have won. Yep, You're right. Pittman, Pittman just almost yep. had that grab in the end zone in, uh, to end the half. I know what I'm talking about, bro. No, you're right, because I was like, man, I really didn't think Buffalo made it in 2019, but you're right. I think yeah. they, they made it by the skin of their teeth. That was the one where Deshaun Watson had that absurd fucking run in that game. If you go back and watch that game, go back and watch the highlights of that wild card weekend game. It was a Saturday game. Is that the one where he, he did the run out of the pocket and then ran like 60 yards because yeah. there was nobody on that side of the field? Yep. It was it was a sat- it was the Saturday, like, 4 o'clock game. Yeah. It was the first game of the weekend. Right, right. I remember because I was at work. Uh, sucks. And yeah, I, sorry about that. yeah, I was, uh, I, I finagled my way into being able to see that one. Finagle. Yeah. Yeah. We have ways. Um, but no, they, so 
they've been good every year since Allen basically out of, outside of his rookie year. I think Allen's rookie year, which was what eighteen. No, it's, he's going into what year seven now. He's going into year seven. Wow. So 2017, 2018? Yeah. Yeah, because his first two years, he was kind of ass. Yeah, he wasn't that great. He was also. No, 18. I was right. Because that was the Bradley Chubb year. <sighs> yeah, so. And he was five and six as a starter. Right. Man, he's going into year seven already. Man, he's got he's getting old. Crazy, right? How time <laughs> flies, bro. It gets so late, and you're like, "Wow, that's right. This guy's been around for so long." And you're like, "Wait, what happened in 2016 and 17?" And then you're like, "Oh yeah." And, he, he, and then you're like, "Oh, you're like COVID fucked everything up." Yeah, for a good two years. Like a good two years. Like I forget. Yeah, it was pretty bullshit, dude. Who won the COVID year? Rams. 2020. Rams. No, it was Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, it was Brady and the Bucks. Oh, and then it was the Rams the next year. Yeah. Oh, Brady and the Bucks. That's right. Fuck. See, I forgot about that year. Right, because everybody was like, I thought that was like 18 and 19. That's right. Everybody was like, like, oh, thank God the Super Bowl is in Florida because we'll actually be able to go to it. Right, right, right. That's when they gave all those free tickets to the the nurses. Yeah. Who were just standing there like waving flags. Just doing TikTok dances. Yeah, no shit, right? I told you long ago. This pandemic, oh my God. (laughs) These hospitals are overrun. Quick, let's do another TikTok. Shove these balloons in your ass. Jesus. It's going viral. <laughs> Cake farts. Um, but, but yeah, now- so anyway, uh, to the so the, listen, the Ravens and the Texans, the Texans had, I didn't, I didn't really think the Texans were going to do much in this game. They, they had, they did what I thought they were going to do. They kept it close. They had the special teams touchdown to right, keep it, right. game, you know, make it a game. And 10-10. you're thinking like, all right, cool. Like these yeah, guys, they, brought a 10-10, they right? didn't shy away from the Ravens, but you could tell that there was a difference between, you know, what was essentially a wild card team. I know they won their division, but they were a wild card caliber team, yeah. and the one seed in that divisional yeah, round. Yeah, they had no business. It, any of that. They, you just, you just knew, dude. Like, and Baltimore just put it on them late. And as great as C.J. Stroud has been all year, it's like, dude, like going on the road and winning a playoff game is not an easy thing. Yeah, it sucks to see how good CJ like it sucks from a Colt standpoint to see how well CJ Stroud did this year. That right. Like sucks. you're not going out to Baltimore and you're not getting a 39-year-old Joe Flacco right. who's just going to be out there just like, like saying that as a chucking laser him, beams you know, into defenders' <laughs> chests. Like it's not no. Not happening. That's not the same thing. And then it's not because I don't think D'Amico Ryans didn't have that team ready to play. I don't think CJ Stroud like crumbled in the moment. None of that shit. I just think the Texans who we thought were going to be like a five or six, seven win team this year, really overachieved. And at some point, you know, the clock strikes midnight and the chariot turns back into a pumpkin. And, yeah. you know, that's just what happened with the, with, the, with the Texans. Now, will the Texans be back next year? Yeah, probably. C.J. Stroud seems to be the real deal. And I think that's going to be the case. And I think he's going to be around for a while. So him and D'Amico Ryan seem like yeah. they got a pretty good thing going. That's yeah. a good combo. But, you know. That we'll see. We'll see because all of a sudden up. you get to year two or three. And, you know, we're seeing it with Trevor Lawrence. We're seeing it with Justin Herbert. Burrow. You know? Man, Trevor Lawrence. No, I'm talking about guys wrong. going the, the wrong direction, going the other way. Yeah, Burrow. Burrow's going in the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, no, no. Hurt. Burrow's still really good. He's just hurt. I know, but I'm just saying. The other two are just playing like shit, shit. because. <laughs> I would still take a chance on Trevor Lawrence. I think he's. Lawrence is talented. Can you talented. blow your goddamn nose? No. Can you hear that? Yes. I'm yeah, clear as day. You're driving me nuts. Ah, sorry. No, yeah. I can't. Ah. He just Did you mute me? 
I no. can. He uh. just deleted your whole view. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> you say uh, you're like that guy in the Go get a goddamn tissue. Um, and don't leave it over there on top of the fucking fridge, you <laughs> fucking nasty fuck. <laughs> I go over there all the time. I see Paul's all snot rags over here. You fucking asshole. Sorry. <laughs> um, so that was that game. Not really much to write home about with that one. Uh, the Niners-Packers game Saturday night, though. This one was interesting for a lot of reasons. Yep. One, because it was the first time the Niners under Kyle Shanahan have won, I believe it was trailing in the fourth quarter. Yes. Uh, and so he usually loses all those games. They were 30, yeah. 0 and 31 or 0 and 32 as well. While like trailing that. in the fourth quarter. While yeah. trailing in the fourth. Yeah. And now they are 1 and 32 while trailing in the fourth quarter. So I think, listen, we, we sat here and we waxed poetic about Jordan Love last week and how dominant he's been since wrong. Thanksgiving. We've been doing that for like the last like four or five weeks. The second whole second half of the season. Yep. From at least Thanksgiving on when yeah. they beat Detroit. Balling. He's been balling out of his tits. I didn't believe I'm, it. I'm really glad to see that, too. So I am I. I didn't believe it, and I watched that game, and I messaged both of you, and I was like, yo, those kids can play. No shit. And then, like, right, he, right. Even, even, like, his mistakes were impressive. Right, because you're like, like, anybody would have made that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, anybody would have made that mistake. Like, I think it's, like, coming off, like, when he got drafted, he sat behind A-Rod and all that shit. I was just like, damn, like. This kid must be so heartbroken that, like, his potential talent is going to go, like, to waste. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's going to sit on the bench and just be one of those bench riders and never really come, you know, and really, like, had to, like, showcase his skills. And then all of a sudden, A-Rod goes to the Jets. Like, he gets his he gets his shot and comes out and just fucking slays it. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely played crazy the second half of the season. Glad to see that he did because I actually like the Packers. And I – I do too. Wasn't like necessarily like a Jordan Love fan coming out of like coming out of college or anything like that, but like no, me I think he was one of the first generational guys where I was a little bit older and I was tired of being that like negative dude. Like no, fuck you, you know the Colts man. I want you to freaking. I hope you're out of the league in two years. I kind of like just like changed my shit where I was like, no, I want to see people succeed now. No, it's you hard don't. to get to that level. Yes, I do. It just depends on whether or not you succeed against Indianapolis. I just told you to do that. That's all. all the other games, cool. But no, I, I don't know. I just, the guys, kids, kids applaud. I mean, he balls the fuck out. You know, Green Bay's he does, he, good he ass did. quarterback now. So, to the Niners game, he, <laughs> Love didn't play bad. Love actually played pretty well up until the very end. But the flip side of this coin, and I don't want to. I'm not taking away from Jordan Love and everything he did this year. But can we can we just all agree? And and I want to put this to bed right now. Okay, Mac Jones and Brock Purdy are not the same guy. Okay, if you just switch them and put them in different situations, Mac Jones would not be in the NFC Championship right now with the 49ers. Okay, mm. and Brock Purdy wouldn't be in a top four or three overall pick with the Patriots. Like, let's stop slandering the shit out of Brock Purdy and start putting some fucking respect on this kid's name because I'm really getting sick and tired of everybody being like, these guys are all interchangeable. No, they're not. Brock Purdy has it up here. Bill Belichick wanted to trade Mac Jones away last offseason mm-hmm. because he said his attitude fucking sucked and he didn't have it up here. I don't. So right there, right there, that's all I need to hear right, to know right. that he is not Brock Purdy. So to just do this like little like, you know, and I know this is what this is fan talk and this is all fans it saying is. this. And it's just it's it's funny for us because, you know, people like to think like, oh, uh, 
I'm I'm an expert football fan, diehard. Like I can make this comment, this this I can make this statement and say Brock Purdy, Tua, and Mac Jones are all the same. And if you could just put them all on the, uh, any teams, and the results would be the same, no matter which team they were on. No, no, sorry, but Mac Jones is the worst out of all three of them. I was dead wrong on Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not making. He some doesn't of have the it between the ears. That Purdy was making like last year in the in in that in that. Eagles and not for game. nothing, Brock Purdy's got a better fucking arm. Was I don't it, know was what, it, was I don't know what Eagles game. Brock Purdy has a very good arm. I well, don't know. I don't know what people are watching, but like, where do you get off thinking that Brock Purdy and Mac Jones' arms are the same? Not even. No, fucking no, close. no. They're not. What they're game not did Brock Purdy get hurt in last year? The Eagles game, the, the Eagles NFC game. Championship. Uh, when yeah. fucking Brock Purdy was rolling out to the uh, to the right side and making like just sporadic like. Sidearm. He dropped one into Ayuk, D- I think, in that game before and he, he got hurt. He did Debo too. Like he made this like crazy rollout. Like I don't even think he was done spinning, and he just fired it to fucking Debo. And I was just like, dude, you can't fucking. Teach yeah, Mac that. Jones ain't doing that. You can't teach that. Mac Jones is not, not fucking doing that. No, dude. he's not. But I do think Kyle Shanahan and that 49ers team would probably be doing. Very well with Mac Jones at quarterback. Uh, well, am I saying that like they it doesn't sur- help Brock Purdy to have what he has? Of course it does. Oh, but I'm what I'm saying is people are totally Brock Purdy mis- is much better than Mac Jones. about how good Brock Purdy is. Yeah. Brock Purdy is underrated. Is You're right. I've said this he for a long time. Super I say underrated. This to Dave all the time. Dave thinks he ain't special at all. He ain't shit. And but I'm you like, know bro. why people think well, that? He's about to have a Super Bowl ring. So I'm but like, bro, he's you, pretty fucking good. People think that because he was Mister Irrelevant. He was drafted dead last. Right. And then everyone was just like, well, he's just a throwaway pick. Oh, he's that good because of all the talent around him. It's like, no. I mean, I'm like, if you said that last year and he came back this year and he and he shit the bed, he played all this year and he's been How very good. How many quarterbacks were drafted He was in the two MB- years. Until he had that four-interception game in Baltimore, he was, he was the leader in the clubhouse for MVP. Two yeah. years he's been. Two years. And I get he's got a lot of talent on that offense around him, but guess what? Even that, Debo came okay, to defense. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey wasn't having this kind of success in, in Carolina. Not at all. All right? No. Debo and Ayuk weren't having this kind of success with Jimmy Garoppolo. No. You know, they got to one Super Bowl, and then they flamed out, and then all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo became the reason why they couldn't win, and then they had to, they were forced to trade up for Trey Lance, Lance and all this and, other yeah, bullshit. Yeah, get rid of them. And then they, got, they trade away the farm. They mortgage the farm for Trey Lance, and they're like, oh, shit. This fucking kid we, we took the, the last guy. guy in the draft. We already had him. Fuck it. We didn't need to well, do that. Well, kid, yep. And, and I wonder what they were thinking, too, and they were like, fuck. You know we what, the, you know what they did? Brock Purdy. They did the right fucking sudden- thing. They started Brock. They stuck with him. And they built the offense around him. And they got rid of Trey Lance. Yep. They ate their mistake. They didn't sit there and be like, well, we traded all this yeah, shit for them. and it tasted and they, fucking good. You know, they so. didn't try to fit the fucking square peg in the round yeah. hole. They just said, nope. We're going to own this mistake. Let's yep. get rid of them. Fucking on to the next one. Let's go win a Super Bowl. Oh, my Oh my God. We're going to eat this mistake? I love filet. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that, that really should solify, solidify Sol- that. Solify. Yeah, solify. That Brock Purdy is a better class is that we talked about it off air briefly before we started the show. Brock Purdy came out and said, I was told before the season began, mind you, still hurt, still recovering from an injury. You didn't know if he was going to start on time. Right. That if they was don't elbow, get. right? Was it elbow? Yeah, if they don't get Tom Brady, he was 100% the starter. Because at that time, Lynch and Shanahan were trying to convince Brady to come back for one year, just play with the 49ers, your hometown team. It's always what you've grown up to do. And Brady said, nope, I'm done. I'm not coming back. That was the end. Debated it, I guess, back and forth, but said, no, I'm not coming back. 
And then they're like, okay, Brock, you're our guy. You're our guy. As long as you're healthy, you're our guy. And that was it. Right. I mean, they had no uh, contingency. But Brock has been great this year. I know. He, you're, he you're was right. great know, last year. I know what you're referencing. I know the post you're referencing. I, I don't remember who posted it. I just remember oh, I, reading it. I do. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I don't know what post reference. Um, but it's not but, the only one but, I've but seen. Me, I've seen that post throughout the season. But to, but for me, if the two and Mac thing, they're the same guy. I've seen enough of both of them at this time. Uh, two no, has be- two is better. Two has a better arm. Yeah. Two is mentally gone, With though. That, after the Mac? That. Oh, yeah. No, Mac has the worst arm of anybody. Uh, yeah, Mac's the worst quarterback we're talking about right now. Yeah. Of, yeah, the, okay. of, of the four we named, absolutely. Facts, facts. Yeah. But, I'll take, but, I'll right take two a 10 out of 10 times over Mac. Fuck yeah. No, I don't. I don't I'm not taking depends, back any time. It depends the situation. Because nope. I, I don't trust either of them. That's my thing. People think that when I say that, I'm defending Mac. I'm like, no. I've seen them both. They're both not good. Listen, I'm not saying Tua's going to win a championship. I'm not saying he's going to be a guy Correct. that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. But he's going to get a fuckload closer than Mac Jones ever will. But ever I think will. I think ever. if Mac was on that Miami yes. team, they have the same outcome. No. No, I don't think Mac. I don't think they. I don't think they. Well, they're maybe even not in, yards because Mac's not throwing put, it deep could, to Tyree. No, that offense like, isn't even close to statistically that good. Oh, you could put ten question marks one, on each side and put Mac and Tua as a, as a, as the quarterback, and I'm definitely picking the team with Tua. Yeah. What, Regardless. No, that's that's not. I'm saying switch them. Like what teams they're going to be on? Like if Tua played here. And Mac played in Miami. If Tua played here, the Patriots are probably at least in the in contention for the playoffs at the end of the season. Uh, probably. I don't know. You, yeah, he's but not Tua without, is without actually Hill. competent. Mac Jones but throws is not, dirt but balls because he's without too supposed to get hit. He's the that offense is explosive and record setting and, dy- and extremely gonna, dynamic with Hill, yeah. but it's not a bad offense without him. It's no. not. It doesn't like. It's not terrible, but he, he Tyreek Tyreek is. Let's be let's be makes, honest. He makes Tyreek a lot of helps, shit mistakes. But the straw that serves the drink in Miami he, is the run game. He's the biggest. You got Mostert and Ashain, and that's those are your that's how, your. How do you say that his name? Is it A Chain or A Chain? A Chain, A Chain. I don't know. I have no fucking I idea. Just, I like yeah. to say A Chain because it sounds like A Train. I think I guess every single time, and I don't and think I've ever said it twice. Been in the league for what six years or something. Six, seven no, years. Yeah, he was, he was, he was he was the first years. good fucking year. Like, no, he was good with the Niners a couple years ago. He was ago. very good with the Niners. They jettisoned oh, him. Not, not, not 17 touchdowns or whatever right, he had right, this year. Right, but yeah. Right, right. But he's yeah, they, been in a while. This was like it's like pretty. But that was the straw that stirred the drink in Miami was the run game. So that when you have that good of a run game, no matter what you have, like obviously that's going to open up like your play action pass. We saw it in Denver for years with Mike Shanahan. Like that's what they thrived on. The play action pass when you have Ladanian Tomlinson and you know he's he can take one to the house any goddamn time, mm-hmm. and you play action with Ladanian Tomlinson. I don't give a shit who's the quarterback. You're gonna have one on one matchups where you're gonna have guys that are gonna be like DBs cheating in the backfield. And look at it, it's a, it's it's a different dynamic. I mean, Peyton Manning and Edger and James killed people with play action. Right, right. You know, and it wasn't because yeah, Peyton was as good as he was. But they also had to respect Edron James because they knew he was a game-changing back. Right. And if you didn't get him down, he could kill you on his own. Right. So you've got to respect that. And that was what that's what the Mike McDaniel offense is. It's a Shanahan offense, okay? A Mike Shanahan, not Kyle. Yep. A Mike Shanahan offense. That's why it's so successful on the ground. And that's why Tua is so successful. And he's been as good as he has been. Listen, you can you can criticize Tua for making bad throws, doing this. And I, I we have Miami fans that are friends that they're not even they're not even sold on Tua. And listen, I'm not saying Tua is the guy that's going to win you a championship. I don't necessarily believe that. But then again, there's, I don't know, probably 28, 27 starting quarterbacks in the league right now that I can comfortably say that about. 
So right now, what are we really? Right. So what are we really talking about? But I, I think like, I think Miami, outside of Mahomes, outside of Mahomes, Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and like who else? Uh, f- fucking I don't know, Aaron Rodgers. Like there's your five guys that you're like, okay, we can win a Super Bowl with those guys. Jared Goff, eh. He can get you to one, but is he going to win it? We'll Matthew, Stav- Ma- Matthew Stafford won us one, but you want to talk about fucking ridiculously talented teams? Right. That Rams team was ridiculously talented on right. both sides of the ball. Yes, they were. All right? Like, we could go back and play this game, you know, and, and play this pity pat game, but the bottom line is Mac, Tua, and Purdy are not interchangeable. They are not the same. Purdy is head and shoulders better than above him and I'm sick and tired of people trying to drag him down and putting Mac into it in the same sentence as him when it is just totally disrespectful and equally clueless I agree I, I disagree with the Mac and Tua part I've been saying I will Purdy, die on that hill I've been saying Purdy is way better than people oh Purdy no no Purdy shouldn't even be in that conversation what the fuck are you leaving for oh no okay. Uh, I was like, why the fuck are you leaving on that sentence? You're like, I say this. I was like, we got, feel, we got like 45 minutes to go. I quit. Yeah, I thought you were leaving. I really thought he was going to get up and you leave. You can't find me. I quit, so, bitch. Uh, I, the, two and Hill, the two and Mac thing is another story for another time because I won't die on that hill. I just, I can't. I don't like fucking Tua at all. I like him as a person, as a player. I just think he's shit. I think if Tua uh, is replaced by Kirk Cousins, hypothetically, I think that's a better team. I personally, don't. Personally. I think, it's, I think that's a lateral move at best. And I like Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk, Kirk, but Kirk's what? What would we? Would we always criticize Kirk for? Not a big game winner. Being a stat queen. Yeah, you're not a big game winner. Yeah, not a big. Game and and listen, and you can say the same about Tua, but Tua's won some pretty big games. Tua's, yeah. I mean, granted that sometimes. one against Buffalo to close out the season, <laughs> left a little bit maybe desire there, bud. But you know, I, I don't understand. Listen, we knew Miami wasn't that great of a team. They were kind of a paper tiger all year. We we knew that was the case. Yeah. But it wasn't because of Tua. Right. It was because the way that team was constructed, and we look, we're sitting there going, okay, well, Bradley Chubb's hurt. This guy's hurt. All these defense, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Jalen. Hurts. Uh, no, the corner. Ramsey. Ramsey was hurt. Oh, uh, you know, okay. they, they were banged up defensively. When they got to that Kansas City game, and they played Kansas City pretty well, all th- considering they were what I, was, what I would consider playing with a short deck. Yeah, they did. They, they did a pretty fucking weather. Yeah, they did on the road in Kansas City, you know, primetime, Saturday night game, whatever. Like, yeah, man, that's a tough spot to win, no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to go against Patty Mahomes and Andy Reid in their own building. You know, a place that they've lost, what, two fucking playoff games? So what what are we really, like, are we really going to criticize the, the Miami Dolphins for that now? Fuck if you want to criticize them for their, you know, falling apart down the stretch and, you know, but... Only beating like what one team over five hundred, which Cowboys. was Dallas, and they only beat one team over five hundred. Yeah, I mean which- there was there was there was a lot of teams this year that feasted on bad on bad yeah. competition, and that's just that is the way it is in the NFL. It's the way she goes, boys. It's the way she goes. Chicken chips, chicken chips. Let's go, boys. Smokes, smokes. I want some green eggs and ham. Um- <laughs> God damn it, Phil! The fuck you doing, Phil? Um, that was that was that used to be in our intro. What the fuck are you doing, Phil? Was it? Yeah, yeah that yeah, was part yeah. of the intro for a while. We we'll to reincorporate some Trailer Park Boys. It's all water under the fridge, boys. You in the future. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm not, not even taking a shot at Russ. I don't even remember about that shit. I, I just, don't either. I had no idea what I that was about. I don't keep up on beef like that. Yeah, I couldn't care. Dude, less. they played. They played. Future, future to me isn't even a real rapper. I don't even know. He's just a guy oh, that exists that made a song that I heard once. Nice. 
They they um <laughs> define like, dope. The they play They play future at every away game for the Broncos this year. That's all and it was like so annoying. I thought it was funny at first, and they did it at every fucking stadium, and I was like, this is annoying as shit. Apparently I do I didn't even notice. Honestly, I, I don't even know if I would know outside of that uh the mask on song. That's what they play every time. Okay, that's the only song I know by future. That's all that anybody plays. If you played me any other song by future I, and you asked me who it was, I would have no idea. He's does got does he sing Panda? That sounds like that, his shit. That was some uh, no-name guy. He came out with that um, designer or some shit. Oh, designer, you're right. You're that, right. That, it, was. He, that, it was like a, he was like a one drop. That was it. Peace yep, out. But no Made idea. Hell of money. Bye. Uh, no, Future's got a lot of cool shit like Draco, shit like that. He's good. A lot of cool you. shit like now, Draco. Draco That's a it. Bag, got a little kickback. No, it's pretty Sing the whole thing. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could. Listen, dude. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, Future's a mumble rapper, so I don't. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know he Drake was. Drake saw him as a cash cow, and he was right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so Drake was like, yeah, All Drake's, right. Drake's half the problem with where hip hop is at these days, but you know. uh, Drake earlier really, today. Yeah, really <laughs> well, no, Drake's the problem. I know. I called him Drake earlier today. Oh. Yeah. Why though? About what? Because you. You like by the time Stranger Things five comes out, Millie Bobby Brown's gonna be a smoke, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking Drake. <laughs> oh yeah, groom. I'm like, what is that? Chicken's like fourteen. Like... You're like, ooh, in four or five yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's not. She's like twenty. She's nineteen, twenty. Well, 20. she was in Godzilla. When she started the show, she was 21, eleven. Twenty-two. I'm not talking about that, dude. I just see the pictures nowadays, and I'm like, wow, that's the same chick. Oh yeah, wow, no shit. She's like twenty now. Wow, that's crazy. I just remember every time I think like everybody's like, oh, L from thing. I'm just like. I think of her now as the chick from Godzilla vs. Kong. Was she in that? Yeah, yeah, she was the main part. She was like the main character. Oh, I forget that movie. Yeah, and was, she blew up. It was Henry actually Park. because that movie it actually sucked. no, it wasn't actually bad. No, I like that movie. Godzilla vs. Kong wasn't bad, but it's not even. A no, comedian. that wasn't Kong. That wasn't that one. It was. Yes, it was. Fight. I thought it was the three the three headed uh, Ghidorah. I thought it was that one. No, she there was not. There should never be. She was, no, she was not in King. Kong, yeah, she was in King of the Monsters too. She was in both. Okay, she was in both. She All right, in both. I remember her in King of the Monsters when she blew up Fenway Park. Yes, she that was in King of the Monsters, yeah, which that was, was great. Ice Cube, son. Yes, King of the Monsters was fucking awesome. I remember I pissed at the worst part of the movie in that. I came back in the what, the end. Yup. Wow, shocker! Yep. I saw that one. Yup. <laughs> and I came back and everything happened, and I was like, "Fuck!" You come back, the monster's heads beheaded. You're like, "Yup, it was, it was." And I was like, "No!" What and we happened? and we drove all the way up to Randolph to watch that in IMAX that night. Jesus, too. I couldn't hold it any longer. I was like, "She just Fuck. pissed in a cup." I know, right? But no, that was a good one. Godzilla vs. Kong wasn't that bad. That shouldn't even be a movie, though, Godzilla vs. It just Kong. should have been called, like, Kong 2, Godzilla kind of makes some cameos and drags Kong's ass. Yeah. Because Godzilla just whooped the shit out of Kong every I time. I bet you can't wait for that new movie. Godzilla is so much bigger <sighs> with, than Where they give Kong. Kong an Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> oh, wait, they do? Uh, it's, yeah, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. It looks... Wait a minute. Listen. Wait, what? It's going to be silly. Is this but you know what? Man pop but here's the thing, though, Sean. Does, does Captain Marvel pop up? No, right. it's it's they give. It looks like he has Wait like a, a metal brace on his like, arm or something. Imagine if they like the the scene that all the universe. I would I'd be like yeah I'm out <laughs> I'm all done. Epic see, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go see this one. Oh, you gonna give him the money? I'm gonna see it. Yeah, because it's Godzilla, dude. Like I'm not. I, I can't not see it. I'd be like, it's Who it's does like my ticket go to. It's like Star Wars fans when they know like a Star Wars movie is gonna absolutely fucking suck. And that they're like, but I still gotta go see it oh, because I'm a Star Wars fan, and they'll go see it. So I'm still gonna go see this one. And you know what? I, and here's my prediction: I am gonna be less disappointed in this than I was in Godzilla minus one. 
Because of the way Minus One got so hyped up. It got an Oscar nomination today. Dude, listen. It's it's probably a phenomenal movie. It just wasn't up to my standards. Dude, hey, remember that? Remember that um... I have standards for Godzilla movies. And Godzilla Minus One... It minus met one. probably, and here's the thing: came out. minus one probably met nine out of ten of my standards. I didn't even know what minus one but was. the fact that everybody hyped it up so much that when I went to see it, I had like my expectations were here, true to roof. And when it came in like here, that level of drop, that disappointment is Joey not like, something you can. I was wipe expecting away. Shin Godzilla, and I got Matthew Broderick. If you were if you were to put it like you know one being Matthew Broderick, ten being Godzilla nineteen eighty five, yeah, on my scale because that's to me Godzilla eighty five is the best. Like everybody's like, well fifty four, the original is the best, and I'm like, no, it's not. It was. It I was can see great. the strings on the airplanes. It was the right. It, buildings. We, Fuck we, off. Well, you can see that in even some of the seventies ones, which is fine, but, but it's a little bit better. People are like, oh, well, it was a masterpiece of cinema. And I'm like, listen, I understand what it did for cinema, and I understand why it was great in its time. It's not my favorite. It kind of bores me. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but it's black and white. It's, like, really, really old. black and white. Shut up. They re-released Godzilla Minus One in black and white. They did. It's in theaters now in America. Again, just in black and white, because people are fucking loving this movie. Uh, apparently, I'm like the only person that doesn't like this movie. I think because you like Godzilla so much, that's why you don't like it. But the thing is, is like all these, like I go to every one of these fan pages and you have these Godzilla diehards and like people who like they know every movie inside and out. They've seen them all probably more than me. And they're like, this is the greatest Godzilla movie of all time. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I just feel like, again, in typical classic modern day movie making fashion, it, it gave me massive Walking Dead vibes. Not to revisit this again, and I don't mean to turn this into another Godzilla discussion on the show, but here we are. It, it was like it could have been an absolute slam dunk, and maybe to some people it was, mm-hmm. but those people usually have shitty taste. Probably. Sorry, like I, I just I don't have your shitty low standards. So my standards are extremely high. So if you're going to call this the greatest Godzilla movie of all time, and it is far and away the best, and there is nothing that's ever going to come close to it, this better fucking knock me out of the fucking theater. Like, I better get hit, like, with the proverbial 12-gauge from that fucking weirdo with the pink hair coming in through the fire exit in my chest. That's how fucking blown away I should be. What? Like, they should turn... If that movie theater doesn't look like Aurora after the fact, I'm I'm not... Then I, I need to be that level blown away. I, I it's a dark humor joke, Sean. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah, I, I don't remember what he looked like. Yeah. That was so long ago. Was it Adam Lanza? Was that his name? Adam Lambert? Lanza. Lanza. I don't know. Anyway, fucking weirdo. Probably a transgender. Probably, probably a fucking transgender. Yeah, fucking but my thing is, is that if you're going to have that, if you're going to set that level of expectations, that level of hype. I want to see it, though. It better come in. Like, it better deliver. Is it all story and, like, no Godzilla? Is that no, why? it's not. And that's the thing. And like I said, it lacks substance. One major. It lacks one more Godzilla appearance. Like it goes, it it goes from the the initial Godzilla destruction scene, which was really good, mm-hmm. and then it's forty five minutes of kamikaze pilots in Japanese, like being like, "Oh, we dishonored our families. We dishonored our country. We must fight a Godzilla." And then they're like, "Oh, I am a little bitch," and they're like, "Yes, you are a little bitch. How do we not be bitch?" We kill Godzilla. And it's 45 minutes of that. 
And then the final battle's like 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes long. And then when does Chipokemon come out? And then he's like, oh, I have a tiny penis. My favorites are the ones from like when Mothra, the sea monster. That's the 70s. That's the, uh, the not the, is it the Heisei era? I think it was the, was remember the, the one show like era. The, remember like the, the fucking lab blows up in the pipe? Oh, yeah, that was Godzilla versus Sea Monster. Button and she had yeah, with the orange, the, uh, the the sun guy, too, whatever the fuck his oh, name was, oh, the you, sun devil. Oh, you like Godzuki? No, that was No, you're so talking about um, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla with King Caesar? Yeah, the sun, yeah, the nighttime is the right time. That guy, remember? The Heisei era was the 80s. That was 84 to 95. That's my favorite. The Showa era was the original era. So that was talk- what- The one that I'm talking about. What? The era that I'm talking about. The era you're talking about was the Showa era. That was like the 1970s. Like you can still like Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster. Yep. Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla. Yep. Godzilla, you know, all Mothra. those. Mothra. Mothra. Uh, you know, Godzuki with his little smoke rings. That stupid movie. That one sucked. I hated that one. Uh, what's it with, with Aegeus and shit when he gets Godzilla killed? Godzilla vs. Gigan. Yeah, that was, those. Remember the ones we used to have like yeah. four of I those still, VHS? They're, they're, like, they're still probably all sitting right over there. Dude, but those were my favorites. That's the Showa era. The Heisei era was 1980. It started with 1984, which is technically a direct sequel to the 50, uh, 54 movie. Yeah, see, I like the 70s. 84 was my favorite, or 85. Godzilla 1985, which was like Godzilla Returns or something like that. I forget oh, what the actual like Japanese the, I like title the era was. before that. But God, 84, and then you went into, like, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. You had Godzilla uh, All Out Monsters Attack, Tokyo God, SOS, yeah. Final Wars, which was fucking awesome. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, actually, no, Final Wars was the Millennium Series, I think. So, anyway, but nonetheless, those are my favorites. Uh, breaking news. Uh, earlier tonight, earlier today, the Bucks fired their head coach. Todd Bowles? No, no, uh, no, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Oh, wrong Bucks. Yeah, sorry. Todd Bowles got fired. I was so like, what damn. what was he doing? Was he bagging the owner's auto? No, no, we don't know. Don't unplug me, please. Uh, they just announced the hiring of Doc Rivers 10 minutes ago. No way. The Bucks are hired. Why? That is such a weird hire to me. Oh, my I, God, it, dude. It's, you know what that means? When the Lakers get to the finals against the Bucks. It is a guaranteed Lakers victory because Doc Rivers cannot defeat the Lakers in his best of seven. Bucks aren't going to get to but the finals. But they're 30 and 13. They're the second best record in the NBA. Why, Why are you firing him? Fire he had to have been fucking the owner's wife or yep, something. Yep, yep. Had to have been. It's he had to be have a gone. Udoka situation. Yeah. Another it's got to be an Ime Udoka situation. It's got to be. That, that, There's no other explanation. As soon as you said that before, as soon as you said that, which is, by the way, we knew this like, what, two hours ago? Well, they fired him two hours, hours ago. ago. Yeah, they fired Right. Oh, oh the, the uh, right. So. You texted the group fucking hours ago about this. Oh, like five hours ago now. I am oh, just never like, mind. You texted the group. Uh, I'm still looking at your Netflix WWE merger thing. Oh, Jesus that was huge news. That I was, was at 8.30 a.m. No, that, that was, is huge news because that's massive for the UFC. Dude, that's a, and that's not even anything to do with UFC. That's just the WWE side. Right, but because of the merger... Yes, that makes that's big because now also, well, Dwayne the Rock UFC. Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is now a board member of TKO, which is a you can company. just call him the Rock. You don't have to say Dwayne well, no. the Rock Johnson. Hey, no, no, you have to say Dwayne the Rock Johnson now because as part of the deal of him becoming a board member, he now owns the name The Rock that WWE owned. So now he can call himself Dwayne the Rock Johnson again. Oh, for Christ's sakes! Does he want to? Yes, it's huge marketability just to be called The Rock. You mean we he all is, know he's the Rock? No yeah, one stopped he calling call, him the Rock. He couldn't call himself the Rock because it wasn't owned by him. 
Because WWE Dwayne. owns everything oh, about so you. Oh, so once he started doing Fast and Furious, he was now Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Yes. He was, he, you called him The Rock. Everyone called him The Rock. But Anybody he like, knew he was The is, Rock, right. My name is Dwayne, bro. But we couldn't, yeah, they couldn't call All right, him All right, I really don't know. If somebody knows, just text it in the chat. I don't understand why Milwaukee fired that guy to bring in Doc Rivers. It has to that be. That seems ass backwards. Either, all right, so there's there's one of two things that were at work here. Either one, uh, what was that coach of the Bucks name? Um, Refresh me. Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin. He was either dipping his dick in somebody he, in the in the company ink. He was dipping his pen in the company ink in a place where he should have, and he got email. He got you don't good, or or somehow, some way, Doc Rivers convinced the Bucks brass that he could get them over the hump and get them a championship with the as with the, with what they've brought in. And the only way to do it was to do it now. And they had to fire him now and get rid of him now and get rid of Griffin now and bring in Doc. And big now. yo, we need somebody to get this over. Because the now because now you've got a nice, you know, you got four months before the playoffs start. They're saying not to cut you off, I want you to keep your thoughts. No, I got that was that was my thought. Um they're saying Twitter, of course, is saying Giannis went to the ownership Giannis. and said we wanted to make he wanted to make a change. Oh wow, that would have been option is three. Giannis but... really becoming that guy? Yes. Is he really becoming that? Yeah, like, he's been I'm that guy though. Big for my britches. If yes. I want you gone, you're gone. Yes, that was kind of the deal for him to stay in Milwaukee and sign that extension. He basically said, "I want to do everything. I am the captain now." That's what. That's the deal he wanted. Oh. And they basically oh, said, "Oh, so Milwaukee yeah. signed him, knowing damn well if Giannis wants you gone, you're gone." For sure. That's crazy. So he is he getting paid GM money too? I mean, he doesn't probably need it. I mean, he might as well be. But Mind. I mean, he if you're if well you're be. Milwaukee, you, you're kind of you're kind of pigeonholed. You have to do that fucking deal, they right? Saw Middleton. You have to do that they still deal. Chris Middleton. They got what? They just got. Um, is Chris Middleton still there? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, Middleton's still there, and they still have what's his face. I mean, they just got uh, Dame, right? Doll Dame. Yes, they got all, and on top of it, they they have they also have uh, his brother, who is a fucking like it's just basically an enforcer on the team. Really? Yeah. Wait, Giannis's brother? Yeah. Oh, really? He just gets mad in the side. Dude, I haven't seen a Bucks game all season. I've been watching every. I mean, every night the Celtics have been on. I've been watching the Celtics, but but that's the only team I've steadily watched. But think I about this: if about they Milwaukee. if they lost him, nobody was watching those fucking teams. Nobody. That's they, crazy. They kept him. Just to just to keep ratings, to keep contention, keep fans in the, in the stadium. Right. He left. It was it's all gone. Wow. No one's paying to watch Chris Middleton on that right. team. No one gives oh, a shit. Oh hell no! They don't give a fuck. No, Giannis is the no. But Chris Middleton is a very integral piece of that championship puzzle. I right, right. So. By himself, no one gives a shit. No, no, no. But I think this is yeah. It's got to be. That was Man, my third option was that Giannis crazy. was just calling shots and didn't get along that's with it. That's what everyone's saying. It's and Giannis. That's, and that's, it's got to be something like that. I mean, we've seen it before. You know, that's some, that's some LeBron level shit. Yeah, LeBron. That's what I'm saying. Giannis is at his LeBron level in Milwaukee. But, yeah, I don't know. Weird. Very weird. Anyway, what were we talking about before we went off on a tirade about the Milwaukee Bucks for no reason? Well, football. well, no. Well, I just Oh, no, because they hired Doc Rivers, right? Yeah, that, that was, that was right, deal. because they fired the coach and they hired Doc Rivers 10 minutes ago. Um, we just finished the two first two playoff games. We're going to get into the next third We were talking about how Tua, Matt yeah, right. Jones, and, okay. that and we got into a Godzilla spree. Yep. Right, yes. Uh, so, right. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, let's get into Sunday's games because we're, yeah, we're, we're coming up against it here. So let's go. We got about, uh, about 20, 30 minutes left. So... Do we really need Ooh. to spend 
any time. Well, yeah, we wanted to spend some time on the Lions and the Bucks. Good game. Because it was a damn good game. It was a damn good game. Baker Mayfield is so underrated, criminally underrated. You know what the mm. thing that killed me was, though, is that all of my friends that are Cleveland Browns fans, they were like, oh, they're like, here it comes, the Baker Mayfield soul-crushing interception right before he threw that pick to end the game, and they were all just like, called it. Like, seen this movie before, know how this ends. Man, tell them to shut the fuck up. And the Browns fans, kiss my ass. I know, like they would like know. They, like, like they would know. Like, oh, yeah. Like, 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 like they'd know good quarterback play yeah, if it bit him yeah, in the dick. No, yeah, no shit. Oh, you mean like here comes the soul-crushing, game-losing interception like every one of your last fucking 30 quarterbacks have thrown from your shit franchise? Yeah. He got, he got, shut the fuck up. He got fouled from them. Yeah, no shit. Like, but, oh, I'm sorry, Baker's playing in the championship. I mean, uh, in the divisional round, your team's not. It did suck that they were right because <laughs> he did uh, come out and throw. Uh, you know what? Guess what? A broken it, clock's right twice a day. And he did come out and throw an absolutely soul-crushing interception. I mean, a finds a I mean what did you want him to do? Would they have a minute 34 to go? He had to throw it. They knew it was coming. And they knew it was coming. They knew he was throwing it. And He's been throwing dimes all fucking game. All did, game did, he was throwing did, did Mike Evans exist in the postseason? I think Mike Evans finally had age catching up to him in the postseason. Yeah, because yeah. he was limping a lot that, that that game. He, I think he had it. Was it? He had a pretty big drop in that game, right? In the in the Lions game. Yeah, but he was getting fucking killed. He, Didn't he? Mike have a, Evans had a pretty decent drop. Like he had yeah. one that you would normally expect him to yes, catch. Yes, and it was he didn't. a big one. But don't forget. Detroit, they, the, the, I, I love Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's an old school guy, and he was a former player. And he's out there. He's like, make Four those. Teams. He's like, make those guys suffer. Anytime you'd see a, uh, a Tampa Bay Buck not catch a ball over the middle, those guys are still getting hit every time as if they caught the ball. And you could tell he would just tell them like, hey, if you get a penalty, it is what it is. But the the refs ate the flags. They they let them play. Let them boys be boys. Yeah, they swallowed the whistles on that game a it little was a, bit. That was a it was kind of nice to watch. It was a violent game. A violent game. It was refreshing. To be well, quite Dan honest, Campbell, I think like 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 we were talking about before, getting the locker room is only like part of your job. You know what I mean? I think Dan Campbell is actually a, like a really good coach. Imagine if they they allowed Dan Campbell to get his wish before the offseason. How fucking crazy that would have been! Do you remember what his wish was? I do not. He wanted a live lion on the sideline <laughs> during every game. That poor lion! You can't do that. That yeah. lion probably have a better life than the circus lions. No, nah, that poor kitty. He would be like. Ah, he would fucking. Are you kidding the me? He would probably wild. have a heart attack and die. It'd be like, what the fuck? What is you don't that? know is that taser him on the side to go. The big yeah, yeah, poor yeah. kitty's all stressed out. Yeah, it fucking murders. But hey, the stands. Dan, oh, fuck. But imagine Dan Campbell going to ownership and he, they're like, oh, we have a good chance this year. And he's like, yeah, we do. Anyway, I got to talk about something serious. <laughs> I want a lion. This I want a real live lion. To bite off the kneecaps. And the, guy, the guy's like, oh, oh, you want like more mascots, bigger, more realistic? He's like, no, no, no. an actual oh, fucking lion. lion. Yeah. And the owner's like, no. <laughs> like, that's just insane. <laughs> You'd kill the cat. It would die. But think um, about that, that would have propelled them to the Super Bowl if so, they had an actual yeah, lion. Yeah, I'm sure oh, it would have. They're on their way. Uh, to the bat. But yeah, no, they're going to get, I think they're going to get. Unfortunately, I think this is where their, their story comes to Heartbreaking. I think. I think San Fran's going to steamroll them. I think San Fran's going to win this pretty convincingly. Because the thing is with Detroit, their Super Bowl, they, they have a Super Bowl-caliber offense. We've said this all year. They have a very suspect defense. I think Ayuk and McCaffrey and Kittle 
and Purdy. And Debo if he plays. Uh, and I'm not even putting Debo in there because I'm not even sure if he's going to play. But I think those three guys, I think they're going to feast, dude. I think San Fran is going to eat. I think San Fran's going back to the Super Bowl. You know, spoiler alert, there's my prediction. I don't see any way Detroit goes into San Francisco and beats the Niners on the road with that def- with the way they're defense. Because they don't have any good corners. No. Their safeties, while they got talent, they're not great. You know, they're good. They're not great. And you just can't win like that on the road in the NFL. And listen, props to Detroit. They got good players. They're going to be back next year. They're going to be back in it. They've had a great run. They're going to an NFC championship. And that's a lot to be proud of. Like, I don't think anybody had them in the NFC championship this year. Maybe they had them in the playoffs. Maybe they had them winning a playoff game. They definitely did not have them in the NFC championship. If you did have them in the NFC championship, you're either a Lions fan or you're a liar. I, I had him losing a uh, wild card re- wild card weekend. I wouldn't even bet on it. The odds of shit. <laughs> what the game? Yeah. What's wow? What's San Fran getting like nine and a half? Nah, well, no, not even that much. No, it's a it's a pretty close game no, according to Vegas. Like like odds nine is a minus three fifty. Lions a plus two sixty. I, I, What's the spread? I'm not even. Uh, money line. Uh, I don't know. I don't have it on that. <laughs> minus. Uh, yeah, seven. Seven. That's not bad. That's not that much. That's only one score. Spread seven. I might take the Lions on that. Lions plus seven. Mm. Niners minus seven. No. What do you want to do? Give me the Niners minus seven. I don't know. I might take the Detroit. Yeah, on the I'll, I, take it, I'll take it Detroit. Detroit's going to play that so, hard. Yeah. Out they're going to win by 10. They're going to win K- by 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah win by like seven, so, seven points spread, and then the Baltimore, Kansas City, ASC championships, three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. Three and a half in whose favor? Ravens? Uh, Ra- Obviously uh, yeah, the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, they're at home. Yeah. Man. Ravens uh, minus 200. I don't, I don't like what the NFL did today with that game. What? They put the most away game favored ref for that game. That was suspicious to me. It wasn't even like... His well, dude, do, you really, do you really think with all the what, billions the, of dollars getting bet on NFL games now that gambling is pretty much legal throughout the country, do right. you really think they're going to leave anything at up to chance here? I know, but he was out of rotation. All of a sudden, Baltimore, this, Baltimore by three. Watch. Oh, exactly. Wait, this is, wait, this is like good for Baltimore winning? No, 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 it's no, good no, no. For KC trying to come back and win. That's what I because saw. Uh, that's what I saw about on some memes. If KC's, if KC's, if KC's like, down yeah. ten with a minute thirty to go. And they throw a Hail Mary into the end zone. You can guarantee there's going to be a pass interference call. It's going to put the ball on the one. This this ref, I forgot what his name was, that they put in there. He is notoriously known for throwing extra flags for the opposing, the away team. Notoriously known. For the away team. Yes. In favor of the away team. Why for just in favor of the away team? Because, Paul. Statistically. Who's the track record of the away team that he's coached? all, All of his games. Every other, every other coach. No, no. Every, what's the winning record? What's the win loss record for the away team when he's refed them? That they don't say. No, they just do one by percentage of flags thrown. Okay. Okay. And who is the most prosperous team to benefit from this individual? It, it would be the Chiefs. Would it? It would. Statistically, would it be the Chiefs? I mean, in this. I don't. In I don't know. Scenario, I, don't, I don't know. That's what I want to know. Scenario, it's like, have the no, Chiefs no. He's benefited. saying specifically what games is this official? Oh, I mean, it's, right. It's like, rotation like, like, is there one team? Solely benefited specifically I'll from this right one individual. And if it's the Chiefs, hella suspect. If it's not, I don't care. 
I mean, I still care, but yeah, I get your point. You know what I'm saying? I get your like, point, but yeah, I'd still care. Like, if, if the Chiefs have benefited from bullshit calls from this guy before and suddenly he's subbed in on this rotation, okay. that's suspect. Here's a... If not, then eh. Referee like, Sean you- Smith, okay? Under Smith, home teams under Sean Smith, this is what you're asking for, are 17 and 29. Wow. When he, when he refs. When he refs, home teams are 17 and 29. Yes. Wow. He has. For a home field advantage? He has 65%. Wait, is that against the spread or just overall? Overall. Okay. 65% more penalties for the home team than the away team. Okay. So that's bad news. Pretty. I'm going to go to the rest of it. Uh. Home teams in the playoffs generally win 55.4% of the time with any other ref. Other Sean Smith, the rate precipitously drops down to 40.8% for the home team. So you know what? They have this guy out there, right? He's a plant to the NFL for these for these billionaires. He's Wait, I got favored. one more. He's not favorited to any one specific team. I got one more. He's just favorited to the opposing team. He's paid to do that, and that's why they subbed him in. Since, since 2018, Sorry. he is ranked number one out of... Break it down. He's ranked since 2018. He's ranked number one out of 24 referees in most road wins. So the road team wins more with him than any other, t- any other referee in the league. So there you go, Kansas City, San Ratings Francisco. on the wall. KC San Fran. KC San Fran, right? Book because it. because they can't Rematch. let the conspiracy. They can't let the conspiracy of the colors of the. Oh of the yeah, the red. They, the, they, they, yeah. they can't let that get out of the bag. So now they gotta throw a quick wrench into shit. Yeah, it gotta be like, no, no, no. We're gonna have two red teams. Yeah, so see, fuck you guys. The purple was just there because we. Wait, were. Where where is the Super Bowl this year? Vegas. Is there anything significant from Vegas and purple? Prince. He plays there a lot. That's what it is. Does Prince play the halftime? No, he doesn't. Usher does. Did Usher get molested by Prince back in the day? Maybe. I mean, I see Maybe. where you're going with this. This is actually tracking. Maybe. I feel like uh, Jeff Goblin in that South Park episode where I'm linking <laughs> stupid shit together. That, but sex. But sex. Yeah, that's that's what I did. Yep. No, you're doing you're, you're doing you're doing Jeff you're doing just Goblin uh, good Goblin from uh, Independence Day. Yep. It's gonna be. That's why. All right. So for everybody out there listening. The the lot I mean the uh, the Super Bowl logo is red and purple because KC and San Francisco are both red and Prince molested Usher back in the day and he's purple and Usher's doing the halftime show so that's why you have your purple there you go the Chiefs are eight and two <laughs> makes sense to me Hollywood might be a weird place I might be onto something it's a very weird place the yeah, Chiefs call Jeffrey Epstein wait the, a minute the Chiefs are eight and two when Sean Smith is the referee. Wow. Somebody ought to just go punch Goodell. Hey, you know what? Shout out to Warren Sharp. Oh, fuck Roger Goodell. For for X. He put together the craziest statistics for this match. I like Warren Sharp a lot. Very, very. uh, He's an analysis. Uh, He's he's an analyst. Independent analysis for the NFL. Yeah, he does does deep dive, deep breakdowns on shit. Independent analysis for the NFL. No, no, no. no. Analyst. Analysis. No, he calls himself an analyst. He's an analyst. Okay. What's the symbolism? Symbology. (laughs) What's the symbology? It's the symbol. Hey, what's well, the chief? What's the symbology? You know, I might, I might throw some symbolism. money. Symbolism. I might throw some money in the chief. There was a fire. Uh, you want to win money? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm like after reading all that, that's a lot of. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. After the show, I got to talk to you about something. Okay. I got to take. I'm gonna go. Speaking so of cash. let's build my parlay right now while we're on the air. Do it. Uh, do you want to take oh, some? Do yes. Right. Yeah. Let's take do some. It. Let's take some input from the chat too. All right, chat boys up. Let's, see, let's do this because we haven't done any. We haven't done any live betting. Oh, let's are see. we are we allowed to talk about live betting on air? Eh, who cares? Why not? Whatever. It's past it's ten o'clock. It's legal. Yeah, no, but talking about it on, I don't know. Who people, cares? People get weird. What? Who's people? Who gets weird? Who's Who? people? Our bosses? The whites? We are the whites. And we are our own you. bosses, so we're, <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. The only thing that can defeat me is a black penis. It's the bane of our existence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just prefer to poke it through my boxes. <laughs> I just want to put it through the hole. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's parlay. go. Let's go. With, let's, we're gonna do. Let's let's do a parlay. All right. First of all, we're gonna start with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. I'm taking the Chiefs on, with the spread, three and a half points. Uh, I would agree with that. Yes, because even because I, I believe even if the Ravens win, it'll only be by three. I think yeah, yeah. I think that's a good guess. Now, because that's close enough to where the refs can't be like, hey, hey. we tried. Uh, let's see. Touchdown scorer props. Anytime touchdowns. I'm a big anytime touchdown guy. Well, Kelsey. anytime touchdown for who? Kelsey. I'm going to say Travis Kelsey. Kelsey Travis 100%. Kelsey's like easy money at this point. Or Pacheco. How about we do both Pacheco and Kelsey? I think okay. both of them will score in this yeah. game. Okay. I think that's a pretty easy one. Um, Lamar? Uh, no, Lamar's only plus 100. Likely. Well, I go likely. I was going to say Isaiah likely. Isaiah likely. Um, and go, uh, um, not Dalvin Cook, the other guy. Edwards? Nope. Justice Hill? The other guy. Justice Hill? Yes, that guy. <laughs> One of their yeah, four running all, backs. I was getting all weird, you you're, like, like. you're like, who's that guy? <laughs> all right, so Isaiah Likely, and you want Justice Hill? I think Justice Hill. How many do you need? Wait, wait, wait who's there? Uh, who's there? A tight end. Yo, this is a fucking... All right, so this is a five-leg parlay. If we've got Justice Hill, Isaiah Likely scoring for the Ravens, Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey scoring for the Chiefs, yep. and the Chiefs cover the three and a half. Dude, this is a fucking plus 1,200, 889 bet. What? Plus 12,889. What's the- 899, I'm sorry. Yeah. So a $10 bet would win me, call it $1,300. So put 100 bucks down. No. No, you don't put 100 bucks on a parlay, you idiot. Yeah. No, you no, don't. No, that's a fool's bet. You want to win the big bucks, bro? You got balls. Ten bucks, no. dude. Money dude the guy money. that won a million dollars earlier this year Scared put five dollars. Rule number one about parlays: you don't. Scared. You know how hard it is to get five things He's right. He's coming from game? the office. If somebody's giving you ten thousand to one odds, you take those Scared odds. Scared money don't make money, dog. What does the chat say? You the chat's not talking about gambling right now. You know what's weird? The last thing in the chat is bringing Ed Hockley. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> bringing that. No, yeah, I want but Gene I'm thinking, Steratore. I'm thinking I'm thinking we go Justice Hill, Isaiah Likely, Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelly, both tight ends, both running backs. You would like to do five? And then the Chiefs cover the spread. What about seven? Why? Who would you what would you want to add into this? What are some of the prop bets? Does it give you any prop bets on there? Yeah, hold on. Let's see. What do we want here? We want um what do you want to do? Like yards? Passing, receiving, rushing. What do you want? Let's do passing yards. So let's go passing props. All right. Um, let's see. Mahomes over 250. 
Does that do anything? The over-under is 243 and a half. I'm going over. Over for Mahomes? Over for Mahomes. All right. And we need need one more. Let's do it. Let's do another Ravens one. Uh, What about Ravens? Yep. Is Lamar Jackson rushing in there? What's his over-under on rushing? Uh, Let's see. Rushing props. Lamar Jackson over under 64 and a half yards. I was going to say 66. Damn it. I know that's right there, though. I was hoping they would give me like 55 or so. I'm going to go over. I'll say over because if you can get by the Chiefs defensive line, their linebackers are kind of trash. All right, boys. If we win this one, so this bumps it up to a seven leg parlay. Yeah. $10 will win us three grand. You got to go for that. That's much better. How much will you want? Jackson over 64. Okay. Three grand. For what? Ten bucks. For a seven-leg parlay for For ten ten bucks. bucks? Yeah. 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 He's like, throw a hundred on it. The only thing that's... You know what the biggest thing that's keeping me from that thing, keeping this... uh, The only one I don't like is Isaiah Likely. That worries me. I feel like he's a shoo-in. I don't know. I feel like Zay Flowers is going to be big in this game. Maybe, but Likely, when they get down inside the red zone, he's... Lamar finds him. Okay. The biggest thing for me is Kansas City covering the three and a half. Yeah, but I think it's going to be a field goal type game. Right, I think but you're what dead if it's, on. But what if it's like 27-23? You know what I mean? Sure, of course. Well, that, that's why that's it's the gambling. risk we run. That's why you're, you're right. All right, so are we? But I, I have faith if Mahomes gets the ball last, he can at least go down there and score. Like I have very like their great fourth quarter offense to make that game close. Agreed. So what are we thinking? So ten bucks wins us three grand. Fifteen wins us forty four hundred. Or do we just say fuck it and we just say twenty bucks and we go for the gusto and try for the six grand? That would be if you get six grand. That would be fucking hilarious. What's, I mean, we're doing it for the show. This is all for the show here. Yeah, what's, like, this what's, is all. What's twenty bucks? You, uh, I'm gonna give you five, ten bucks. Throw in there. No, all right. So we'll, let's do this. We'll do it. If we hit, we'll we'll split it three ways. Two grand a piece. Yeah, but then you take the tax hit because it's showing on the your social. All right, so fine. So I'll give you each a thousand and I'll take four. There you go. There yeah, you that's go. fine. Yeah, that Kay. works. So we're doing the twenty then. Yeah, let's yeah. do twenty on this seven leg parlay. Does the chat have anything to say? The chat is just like take Jackson in the over for sixty four yards. I know, right? All right, fuck it, placing it. Why not? Hey, we got nothing to lose. It's twenty. It's bucks. Twenty bucks. That's literally like going to McDonald's at this point. And this is all. This is all just anytime touchdowns. No, no, no. So we've got. Uh, what we, is it? Go over Isaiah it. Likely. We got. Yep. So we got. So the anytime Chiefs, scoring. We got the Chiefs plus three and a half. Yep, they're Chief. winning. Yep. Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, Isaiah Likely, and Justice Hill score. Yep. Patrick Mahomes over two hundred forty-four yards passing. Over two forty-four. Or it has to yeah. hit two forty-four. That's very specific. Two forty-three and a half is because the over/under. I said he's uh, going to hit two fifty. Okay. And then, so, and, oh yeah, he'll get yep. over that. Yep. And Lamar Jackson over sixty-four and a half yards rushing. Damn, Justice oh, Hill scares that's a me really now. Good parlay. Justice Hill scares I'm me. I'm actually gonna put money on my shit right now and bet the same thing. Don't no, don't bet the same thing. No, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing. A, I'm gonna I'm bet the exact parlay, same thing. I'm not doing the same thing you are. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do the same thing you are. And that way, you win. He's like, I too won. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got that. So, but we, I put a hundred down. <laughs> so let's Stop um hundred. Do not put more. Twenty bucks is the absolute max you can put. You're down gonna be like, I'm broke. And the only reason I'm putting you down the tell twenty. Me what to do? Only <laughs> reason I'm putting down twenty bucks on this is because we're doing it for the show's sake. Hell yeah! And if we get to come on here on Tuesday night and be like, <laughs> that'll be awesome. Well, hey, what, what week was it? That guy 
did like a 14 or 15 leg parlay and won over a million dollars on five bucks. Whatever week the Ravens played the Niners. Dude, the guy was... Monday all, Night Football, Ravens, all, Niners. All he needed was Christian was. McCaffrey to get a touchdown. And he did. And he broke down crying on his couch. And he was like, I can't believe I did it. Yeah. Like, he was in the NFL making those touchdowns. Dude, it was... I mean, that was fucking crazy, dude. It was crazy, yeah. How much did he win on that? Over a million. Yeah, that's, that's Off nuts. Off five dude. bucks. It's a fucking awesome bet. He's probably sitting there going, fuck, I wish I put 20. You know, oh. but... Yeah, I mean, what a, history. Yeah, so don't we all? He probably had so many other yeah. side bets. You know what but I mean? But do you know how fucking hard it is to get five things right in an NFL game? No let alone shit, seven? we played years trying to get fucking. And, and we were just cards trying to get. Right. We were just trying to get cards right. Like I could go twelve and four, thirteen and three on any given week. But then you get to Monday Night Football, and then the tiebreakers of the points and everything else, and it would come down, and you, you never fucking you never won. And it was tough. And that was what there was hundreds of people in that pool, so that was super tough. But even still, like to get three things right on a parlay in one NFL game, it's tough. It's is really impossible. tough. That's why there's a reason why oh, yeah. I'm betting twenty bucks on this parlay, and it's going to pay us six grand if we hit. Right. Oh yeah, that's a big reason why. Because it's probably not going to hit. More I mean, than likely. Granted, we'll be watching the AFC Championship with bated breath. Three o'clock. Paul and I are going to be sitting there like, let's fucking go. You get down. You get down to the end zone. You'd be like, as watch long as you everything. Give it everything is going to be covered. And then it's gonna be like, all right, and the Chiefs come out, and if they 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 got all they gotta do is like, kneel the ball, kneel the ball, and like then they fumble it, and Baltimore picks it up and runs it back, and it's like Baltimore wins by four, and, and they're doing like, the dirty bird in the end zone, and Joey's out just seething. Fuck, <laughs> that would be the ultimate. Like, fuck. That one might actually make Stuart Scott's bad beats. I'm sorry, Scott Van Pelt. Oh, R.I.P. in peace. Supposed to as God. You know what? Someone said something really cool lately, and I never thought of it that way. They were like, I miss the days where I would watch ESPN, and guys like Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott, Alex Van Pelt would actually make you cheer. Scott for- Van Pelt. Alex Van Pelt was the Broncos' backup quarterback. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Too many people. So many Van Pelt. Van Pelt. Yes, he's still there. Yeah, like, SVP. They would, they would make you feel like cheering every quarterback, and you felt like you had a vested interest in every NFL quarterback because they wanted everyone to, to be great because they were just being unbiased. And they said, today... Everyone has an agenda. They're like, that guy's trash. This guy's trash. And they said, like, it's so different than what it was, like, 20 years ago. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of right. Like, I miss, like, the Stuart Scott who always, like, talked about the great things about each of those players. Right. And they like, kept their biases out of it. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. Yeah, they kept their biases out of it. Now, today, they're like, oh, fuck these guys. Well, these guys it's all agenda-driven now. I, I, that's I mean, we didn't even get into uh, Dan Levitard's show. Oh, what did that And, and the, and the Sean now? Strickland shit. Um, I sent you the video. I don't oh, know. you did the Sean. Oh. First of all, where it's not Stugatz, but I don't know who the I don't know who that co-host was that was like having a meltdown, looked like he wanted to cry on air because Sean Strickland was like, "No, um, he wore a women he, in the kitchen and a gun he, in my hand." No, he had a and he hates gays. He hates gays. He had a he had a t-shirt on it. He had a t-shirt on that said, "A woman in every kitchen, a gun in every hand," which everybody knows is like, okay, that's a conservative value, like going back to like. Nuclear families and yes, you know yes. everything you know whatever like the the wives are the homemakers the fathers are the providers so on and so forth like back when you know that was the way things were perceived to be better back shit, then. I wish one person in the household could just stay home, right? Which I don't understand why oh, people shit. are so against that. Like, I would love to be the you woman ima- of the house, right? Could you imagine like if my wife was the breadwinner and all I had to do was stay home and take care of the kids? Oh my God. <laughs> 
my god, or vice was, versa. Like, my, Jesus, dude, what so, are awesome. bad kids? So my I'm wife kidding, asked me that. So, so this is not. If my wife ends up getting a very high position at her current job, and she said, "Hey, if this ever became a possibility, would you be hurt if I asked you to stay home with the kids?" And I was like. Absolutely not. I said, I'd probably be the happiest person alive. Yeah. Because now I get to spend more time that I could never get back with my kids. Are you shit me? Help them grow. You fucking dope. And then I would go out and just do whatever I want whenever I want. I'm not yeah. going to spend endless amounts of money like an idiot. But I would love that scenario. I, I wouldn't be offended by that. Oh, yeah. I'll wake up at like 1030 be like, all right, come on, get a little top of the Tahoe. Hey, hey, I'm, 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 I'm going uh, to Dunkin' Donuts. First of all, I'm going to be honest with you. That scenario you just stood out right there in 10 seconds. Never gonna fucking happen. You're gonna wake up at ten thirty. Those kids are gonna stab you with a fork in the back at six thirty a.m. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way you kids can, gonna be like. You can tell Paul doesn't have kids. Six thirty a.m. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Say that again. Paul doesn't have kids. <sighs> One more time. The kid, Paul, the kid have would take kids. out a lipstick and like draw on your face, like you have a dick on your face now. <laughs> is that what happens? Yeah, it's now. Oh, I wouldn't know. I don't, know. I don't think I ever drew a fucking dick on my dad's face and lipstick. Even. No, I didn't do that. Yeah. No. I would hate. I would hate to see what the ramifications for that would have been. But <laughs> hey, sometimes as a kid, you got you got to test your boundaries. Be like, well, how much I mean, don't get me wrong. Right I tested my boundaries early on, and uh, you know, man, people are all thinking of that whole situation. You're like, yeah, I drew a dick on my dad's face. I was like 18. He wasn't too pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 17 years old. He wasn't too pumped about it. That's, that's why I got this fake tooth over here. Fucking People think like you're going to tell that you did it when you were like a child. Yeah, or something. Like, I was like four. And I drew a dick on my dad's face. This was 10 years ago. Yeah. I was like 16 years old. Yeah, it was, was my freshman year of college. Yeah, he was not pumped. Oh 10 my God. out of 10, but not recommend. Um, <laughs> let's talk real quick before. Well, we obviously previewed the Bills and, um, I'm sorry, the Ravens and the uh, Chiefs Feels Asian Championship like game. The first but we, I want Sean to leave. I want to give Sean his moment here to oh. gloat and gleam. I knew. With arms wide open. All right. First of all, I fuck you guys see. because last week Creed sucks. I get I, every time I would go, I would do anything, and I'd be like walking, I'd be like six feet from the edge, and I'm like, and I'm like God damn it, it's first in my all, head now. Fuck. I, I yeah. said, I said, all you guys, people like. I don't know why the new thing on TikTok is about killing yourself and playing six feet from the edge. Right. Like, everyone's like, I'm just going to kill myself while listening. I'm six feet from the edge. <laughs> well, if you're about, well, no, you're a little closer than six feet. No, you're, you're in about, the grave. You're six feet in the, yeah, you're from like, the edge. You're like six millimeters, which is too late. So, <laughs> after last week's game, when the Buffalo Bills lost, I think I just hysterically just like cracked up laughing. I shared every meme, video. I laughed. Like I saw that Buffalo fan who got the tattoo, and I was like, "No, that's fake." The and then, it, off and, the then and then it was confirmed that that kid actually got the tattoo, and I was yeah, like, "Oh, he's just—he really is brain damaged." Yep, yep. I thought it was fake. I thought it was all for clicks. Oh no! So no, he didn't really get he's it. He's kind of retarded, yeah. I just—I—I I can't tell you enough. And all right, one thing about that game, can we address? Yes. Did Diggs drop it, or yeah, or he did. But he did. Multiple wide receivers are coming out and showing the play and saying he stopped. Had to come back to the ball, and it made the defensive back come in and get up, come up, and kind of knock it out a little bit ahead of time. So was it Josh underthrew it a little bit? Still an insane throw by Josh. Wait, you mean receivers came to another wide receiver's defense to bail out a wide receiver? I know, but they had throw. they had Whoa. video proof. They had Whoa. video proof. He does stop uh, and come back to it. No, he dropped it. 
He did drop the one with eight, it, You told him like hands. eight minutes and change left it hit to go him in the, the hands. game. It did hit him in the hands. It's a drop, dude. But Who's this? Who's this? Stephon Diggs. I think somebody, uh, I yeah. think it was David in the that. chat, yeah, asked the question, The bigger who had the bigger drop, uh, Diggs or um, uh, uh, Evans? Evans. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was definitely Diggs for sure. Definitely Diggs. Because Evans, Evans didn't really do anything all the po- the whole postseason, it felt like. Everything he you was, hear from Buffalo I, is that was probably diff- Savon Diggs' last game in Buffalo. I agree. I don't think he's – I think he's been hinting at getting out of there for the last two years. I, Ever I would, since the the second no, uh, stand on the field. Well, when he stood there last – when he stood there in 21, staring at the Chiefs after the 13 seconds to go. He debacle, been staring, he's been staring for four years. Yeah, he, was, he stared at that one, and that was the picture, and, like, he's standing on his business. We'll be back. And, again, listen – I know I've said this a million times on this show. I love I'm going to reiterate this fucking point because it was so cliche and so cachet to just sit there and say, like, Oh, they'll be back. Don't worry, you'll be back. Yeah, you got the coach. You got that. the quarterback. You'll be back. Osama bin Laden's the coach. You'll be back. It's you know, you got Sean McDermott <laughs> and Josh Allen. This is a wicked talented team. There's you know, you're, you're you're drafting well, you got good talent, you got all these players. Dude, fuck that. No, you cannot give up. A fucking lead with 13 seconds to go nope. on the road in Arrowhead in a playoff game yep. and just be like, ah, we'll be back no next shit. year. No shit. Those opportunities are so fleeting and so difficult, yep. and we say this all the time. Is Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, and Mixon in the playoffs right now? No. No. You mean is fucking – Is Joe Mixon uh, ever going to play again? I mean, uh, is uh, – uh, oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Bradley Chubb. Never mind. Chubb, yeah, but, but, but what I'm saying Wrong is Ohio like team. these massively talented teams, like it takes – so fucking much to get back, which is like people at, don't understand how much Dan it takes Marino. to get into the playoffs and be successful in the playoffs year in and year out. Dan Marino, his rookie year, made this made the Super Bowl second he, year. Was the second year? Eighty four. Made the Super Bowl. You think he was probably said, oh, "I'll be back there." Everybody he, said that. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah." Well, he made everybody said Joe Burrow will be back. Mm. Hasn't been back since. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, we all thought you know the only guy that went You're back really off on that Burrow bandwagon. I mean, the, and again, well, and this and this really goes good in the last couple of years, I'm and this saying, goes like, back to to saying you know to how idiotic these Patriots fans are that are like all like relieved and thrilled that Bill Belichick is gone. Like, hate the, it. Hate like it. They, it goes the closest thing you ever had to get y'all back had postseason. Y'all were y'all were leading the Indianapolis 500 with a 10 second lead for 20 years. Now you just got welcomed back to the pack. Now yeah. you're in, now you're in the shit. You let's yep. let's no, get you're rid of the guy. Now you're just back to the pack. Now you're in the draft. Now you're in the pack. Right. And the vultures are here. Yeah. And they're gonna come and they're gonna pick on every weakness that they can find. Yeah, and I guarantee you, I don't care how good of a coach Gerard Mayo turns out to be, he'll never be as good as Bill Belichick. So no matter what nope. your expectations for unless Mayo he coaches are, for 35, 40 years, he won't. No, of course not. But no matter what unless your expectations like, for him are. Yeah. If it's if you have if you expect Gerard Mayo to win you a Super Bowl, you're on crack. I think that's pretty lofty. Yeah, you're on crack. I think that's pretty lofty, and I'm not saying that because Gerard Mayo's not going to be a good coach. Don't take it the wrong way. Right. I don't think it's because he he's not going to be capable of doing the job. What I what I'm saying is is that it is so fucking hard. Yes. To win a Super Bowl in yes. this league. Pete Carroll is a great coach for a long time. He's got one. Andy Reid was a great coach for years and years and years and years and years until he got Patrick Mahomes. He didn't. He didn't he, the stigma was he was never going to win. win too. He was, right. Marty Schottenheimer never never won one. He was phenomenal. Right. I mean, listen. There have been 
tons of great coaches that have come and gone. Mike Shanahan, one of the greatest of all time, ever, one of the greatest to ever do it. Only one, two. Uh, what's his name for the old, the first Packers coach? Mike Holmgren. Mike Holmgren. Only one. won one? That's it? One. Went to Seattle, got to two. You know, had that famous press conference. Well, I didn't know we were going to have to play the Steelers and the refs. Am I right, guys? Yuck, yuck. Yep. That was it. Sean Alexander's career over. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, guys. We, uh, we 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 got uh, Matt Asselbeck here still. We got new uniforms. We're cool. I just uh, nope. I don't know. I I I think that was Buffalo's window closed. That that that's how I, I don't feel. think it closed because Josh Allen I still feel like is that good of a player. And you know what, Sean, you were almost right. Did he actually wait? Did he have a turnover? I don't think he did. He didn't. So that's that the first a- time in his career he's gone two games without a turnover and mm-hmm. consecutively. And it almost happened. It but did. Dalton Kincaid slapped that yes. ball away yeah, at yeah, the yeah, last yeah, minute yeah. and prevented a scoop and score for the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Uh, when Josh fumbled it on that final drive, or I think it was the final drive. Now, let's talk about the final drive real quick because a lot of people are given, like, a lot of people have a lot of things to say about this. If you're blaming anybody but Bass, you're wrong. I'm sorry. But you have a 44-yard field goal to tie the ASC divisional round. He's been automatic. To send it. He's been automatic all year. You're at home. You know the you know the wins. You know where you're no, at. No, there's zero wind during that kick. Nah, there was the the, the go, tails were wind. The tails back, were moving. Go back and watch it. I did. It was flat. No, I did. They were they were moving. During that kick, they were moving. I'm not saying it was like significant, but that ball had no chance regardless. That kick had no chance. He hooked it. He had no chance. It was a bad kick. He is a number one to blame. I'm sorry, but like we've got to stop letting fucking kickers off the hook. Oh, I yeah. know they've been scapegoated for years, yep. and they should be. You have one fucking job. Right. A 44 yarder should be automatic in your own stadium. No shit. Like that shouldn't even be like, no especially question. with when when you're talking about what's on the line. That should be auto fucking matic. And I'm not saying you fire the guy, you go get a new kicker, whatever. He's still good, but it's his fault. Like, and people say, well, oh, you know, Josh could have checked it down to Stephon Diggs and picked up 15 more yards and got him closer and this and that. Yeah, he could have, but he was also going for the end zone trying to prevent having to even go to overtime where I don't know if you guys have watched Kansas City-Buffalo overtime games anytime in the last couple of years, but they usually don't go Buffalo's way. Nope. Um, so, yeah, maybe you shouldn't try to get to overtime where you're going to give Pat Mahomes a chance to beat you, okay, because he's pretty good at doing that. You know, he's not Tom Brady good, but he's pretty good. He's not Peyton Manning good, but he's pretty good. He's going to beat you. He's going to have an option. Now, you can sit there and say, and I will say this, I did feel like maybe overtime would have been a better option for the Buffalo Bills because I don't think this Kansas City offense is as potent as years past where it's like kind of automatic. Like, No, it's two guys. All right, they're going to get the ball. They're going to score. It's Mahomes to Kelsey. Mahomes. Actually, Rice has been pretty good. Rice has come up. Yeah, he's come up, but he's not. And Pacheco, which is still Pacheco, but it's Pacheco. Pacheco. No, it's Pacheco. We're going to call him Pacheco because we're from New Bedford and we know how to pronounce Pacheco. That's right. I don't care. You can change the pronunciation all you want. It's like like saying gif and jif. No, it's a gif. (laughs) Jif. GIF. <laughs> the word graphics, which is what the G stands for, is J. But the guy who made it G. calls it GIF. GIF. Well, he's a fucking idiot. The guy that created it? I mean, he's, yes. not, he's not an idiot, but he can be an asshole. But he did it on purpose. And he's a fucking neck-bearded nerd, too. So he's obviously doing that just oh, to piss people. Oh, he's a muzzy. No, he's just a oh, nerd. Oh, careful. Dude. He said neck-beard. 
All right, Gerard Mayo. Yeah, Jr., neck beard relax. is a term that you fucking give to like people who, who they grow their, their beards down here and they're nerdy, they're sweaty computer nerds. They play. Oh, World I thought of... Muslims always had the neck beards, like the big ones. That's Amish. Those are Amish. I mean, yeah, I guess some of them, but no, yeah. neck beard is like a term for a nerd. Oh, like you neck bearded fucking nerd. Like that's that's a nerdy. Oh. <laughs> it's nothing to do with religion. It's like, oh, Muslims, yeah. Fucking right. Islamophobe. <laughs> uh, um, according to Dave in the chat, by the way, breaking news, Jim Harbaugh signs with Chargers. No, did Awesome. He? Wow. Out- outstanding. Outstanding. Did he really? From Michigan? That's what, da- that's what Dave in the chat said. Dave says, yeah, uh, Jim Harbaugh with the Chargers. Wow. Are you, are you going to validate this? Are you going to look at Schefter? I mean, no we, we're just going to take the guy in the chat's word for it? <laughs> I or, mean, sometimes, you know, yeah. Are we going to do our job here and actually check? <laughs> Like, oh no! Hey, some guy in the chat said uh, Bill Belichick just signed. Hold on. Just signed back with the Patriots, and Mayo's fired. I don't know. This guy in the chat said it. Honestly, I'd be like, I'm wondering whether that was true because I hope it's true. I hope Harbaugh of the Chargers is true because all he's going to do is go out there, grind that roster into the ground. Okay, Josina Anderson. One hour ago, they're still together. Deal is likely that he's going to be the next Chargers head coach. They're still they're still together. So it's not official, but it's yeah. But it's pretty likely. sure it's going to happen. It's probably going to happen, which is great. Great for me as a Bron- as, as a Broncos fan. That's great. He's going to sh- to turn that right to fucking. He's going to grind that roster right into the fucking ground. That's going to be awesome. But he's going to have so much clapping. Oh, he's like Jason Garrett two Yeah, he's a big clapper. A big clapper in chief. Um. But anyway, back to the Bills and the Chiefs. Oh, what a great game. Bass was the number one person that you have to blame for that. I don't care what you want to say. I, I'm not big on blaming kickers, but that's a kick you got to make, dude. Sorry. Yeah. That's that's Those circumstances, that game, that opponent, that moment, you have to make that kick. Wide right. Not even close. How poetically unfair. <laughs> I, I think I tweeted it immediately. Probably. As he missed it, and I just said, wide fucking right. Like. It's unbelievable. But even you watch, like, but if you watch, you watch Scott Norwood's kick. It was tracking, and then it kind of did right. This one, this one looked like my tee shot on fucking the first, on the first tee box at a, at a Kushnet. Where I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely landing in the far uh, sand trap on 18, on the 18th fairway over there. Like, I'm, uh, this is, this is going. Ha! Like this has no chance. That looked like me with a driver I, out of the tee box. I can't believe how bad that was. Which my wife got me a absolutely beautiful new I driver saw. for right. my birthday. Very nice. Paul, you all right? Paul probably wants credit for it because he told my wife what to get me. Yeah, I think it's a huge. So he's like, I mean, he's like, I didn't buy it, but like, I may, have, I may as well have. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um. Yeah, I know she probably would have accidentally bought me like a fucking you know Cobra or something shit like that. Like, oh, oh cool, whatever. Real? Yeah, something like she would. My wife would have like spent double what she did. I have she, no I idea. Know. Is Cobra shit? I have no idea. No, good. Cobra's good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah they're good. Titleist, Cobra. You know, whatever. They're all good. They're good. I'm not big up on my drivers anymore. I used to be, but what about the, does Tiger Woods have one? What's the one he used from his knees? Went... <sighs> what does Tiger hit, Paul? Titleist. No, probably Nike, no? No, no, no. Nike stopped making clubs years ago. Titleist, but he probably, he probably likes Mizuno. What the fuck is a Mizuno? They're a company that makes golf clubs, really good ones. That's the same company? M-I-Z-U-N-O. Wow. Yeah, they do make dirty golf clubs. I had no idea. Um, 
Yeah, no shit, right? You would think like Mizuno. You're like, oh, that's that shit you get at Walmart. You're like, fuck yeah, those things. I, I, and then you get into golf and you're like, oh, oh, never mind. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So um, anyway, it looked like my tee shot out of the box. Uh, the second person I would blame would be Stefan Diggs for that drop with eight minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Then the third person I would blame would be Josh Allen. The fourth person I would blame as a close third was the left tackle that let Frank Clark absolutely push push uh, get, push him into Allen's lap on what would have been that touchdown that looked very similar to the Gabe Davis one in the, in Kansas City two years ago. See, I'm 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 a big Josh Allen shitter and hater, and I don't think he's even top three. I think McDermott deserves to be in that conversation too. McDermott made some very stupid decisions. Didn't we talk about this last year that McDermott was wasting Josh Allen? Yeah, in the we playoffs. Did. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, did we, we, did we make yeah. this? We made this argument last year. We're like, dude, you are taking one of the greatest generational talents that we've had at quarterback in a long time, and you are absolutely fucking wasting his ass. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen played out of his mind. I can't. I can't even hate in the guy. He played out of his mind. He did everything he could. He carried that whole team on his Why back. Why couldn't we have Josh Allen? You know what pisses me off is every single time, like, oh, Kyle Shanahan's in another NFC Championship game. Oh, Josh Allen just got to the divisional round again and played out of his fucking tits. And lost. And then I sit here and I just look and I just think back to Joe Ellis being the C, you know, the, oh, the, the and you owner, had that? the pseudo owner of the Broncos, and John Elway being like, you know what we should do? We should hire Kyle Shanahan and draft Josh Allen. And Joe Ellis was like, no, Joey goes I want Vance Joseph and Paxton Lynch. Thank you very much. Like, or well, well, it was Paxton Lynch that was earlier, but never mind. You oh know my mean. god. Yeah, Joey goes into his basement. Hold me now, and I'm (laughs) Every single time Josh Allen does, every single time Josh Allen completes a pass, I just like like it cuts me a little deeper because I'm like he could have been ours. He could have been ours. I I hate revisionist history like that. But we took Bradley Chubb instead. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. We took Bradley Chubb instead. At the time, Chubb was amazing. Yeah, but Joe Ellis was the guy that wanted Chubb. John Elway, the guy who was supposed to be our GM, wanted to hire Kyle Shanahan and draft Bradley Chubb. And Josh Uh, Allen. Josh Allen, Instead, we ended up with, I think, Vic and Bradley Chubb. That sucks. Yeah, how's that working out for us now? Didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't work out at all. long past it didn't. Dead. Did you fucking imagine? And then, and then you have to remember too that the Bills traded down. They traded that pick to the Chiefs for Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And traded down, so they could have had Mahomes at that Mahomes pick. Too. Could you imagine if those roles were flipped? Yeah. Like Brady probably wouldn't have run the East nearly as much as he had. Does Mahomes play as good well, without Andy Reid? It would have been like a. Pain that's kind of the. That's the other. That's the other. What big, does Mahomes you know, play in the as good in? Denver? Yeah, does does no, no does in, does Mahomes in, uh, become Buffalo. Mahomes if he doesn't have Andy Reid? Probably not. He probably gets smoked in Buffalo. He's getting killed out there. Like hit wise, because that offensive line was dog shit when, when uh, Allen started. I know, isn't that such a fucking knee slap? But you're like, man. It's why to me Peyton Manning's still the greatest of all time because he did it with four different guys. He took four different coaches to four Super Bowls. Exactly. Nobody else has even come close to that. Nope. Austin Collie, Pierre Garcon. Like we can go on. We can go on. Yeah, I mean, like you go back in that oh nine receivers in the off. Oh, he's always had Hall of Fame receivers around him. I'm Dan Klecko. Like, like what? No, yeah. he hasn't. Well, no, he's made guy. Go back and look at like fucking Marvin Harrison's stats from fucking ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety six, ninety eight. I'm sorry, ninety six, ninety seven. No. His rookie year was ninety six, ninety seven. No, no, 97. I'm saying, I'm saying, but ninety seven to ninety eight, his year before 
Peyton to, oh, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. to his rookie year at Peyton. When it, yeah, he had like Peyton, 688 yards receiving, I think, in 97. And like 90, four uh, touchdowns. Yeah, it was like six or 700 yards in like six touchdowns. And then he got Peyton Manning, and it was like over 1,000. It was like 1,100-something yards. No, I think and, it was like 1,400 yards. Or, yeah, like, it was like well over. And it was just like, and that was Peyton's like arguably one of his worst years. You can probably go back and look at it on football. Yeah, you go. Just look at Marvin Harrison. Just go right to 97, 98. And you'll look at the difference, and it's like, oh, Peyton's always had nasty wide receiving. It's like, nah, he kind of made nasty wide receivers if you really want to go back. So it was, yeah, Peyton's rookie year was 98. Marvin yep. still didn't have a great year. So 97, Marvin went, uh, he had 866 and 6. 98, he was 776 and 7. 99, when Peyton, like, kind of figured, figured, oh, figured his shit one out. Year later? Yeah. yeah, it was 1663 and 12. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was just like double, yeah, 1600. Exactly. 1663, 1413, 1524, 1722, 1272, right. 1136, 1366. Like, Astronomical. Just, that. That, was, that, that was the Peyton Manning effect. And you could do, yeah. if you really want even an e- even smaller case study in that, just go look at Eric Decker and Demarius Thomas's numbers with Peyton Manning. You know, granted, they had Tim Tebow throwing him the ball the year before, but still. Either way, I'm sure you can go back and look at other receivers from Peyton Manning in, in, in Colts history. That's a whole other show. Ass, absolutely astronomical. But, but to our point is, would Mahomes have become that guy in Buffalo without no, Reed? He, no, probably not. Shit, that's a good but to, to hammer question. this point home, Sean, and we'll we'll wrap it up here because I think we're I think we're about good. It's 11:06. I think we've hit. Yeah, we're yeah we're 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 at, we're at the two hour mark. Um. The Kansas City Chiefs are playing in their sixth consecutive AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. First one on the road. That's crazy. Which the I'm Patriots a- never did that. Yes, we did. Yes, they did. Went to like six ten. straight. We went, we went to eight. Eight straight. But it was nine. Oh, the record's eight with Brady. 12, eight 13, straight 14, championships. 15, eight straight championships. Brady 15, went to eight. 17, I take that back. 18. Brady went to eight straight. Patriots went to seven straight. Oh right, yeah right. Because nine. Because uh, the nineteen they missed and then the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Eight out of nine, Brady did, because he was one and done in. Oh, in 19. nineteen again. Fuck, that's right. Brady went eight out of nine straight. He went eight straight. He went eight out of nine. He went seven straight. Eight out of nine championship games. Holy fuck! No, two thousand eleven. We didn't yeah, count eleven. He... Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. That's eight straight. Oh, then stopped in nineteen. So it, was eight nine, so it was eight straight, and then Fuck. nine, and then nine out of ten. I missed, I missed the year. Sorry. Eight straight and nine out of ten championship games. Yes, for Brady. Yeah, yeah. That's retarded. The Patriots played on Championship Sunday from 2011 till 2018. Isn't that crazy? They didn't win shit until like the last couple of years. What do you mean? What are talking about? They, they won three. Well, they, they won 16, 17, and 18. I'm sorry. 14, 16, 18. They didn't win shit for 18. ten years from like. Yeah, 04 to, to yeah, 014. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, but we made the, we made 06 the, the, the conference championship. 06, 07. 08, Brady was hurt. 9, they got run by the Ravens. Yep. 10, they got bounced by the Jets. And, 11, and then 11, back. they started the run. Damn, that's insane. So you could literally argue almost like 13 out of 15. No, 13. Dude, no, th- why do you 12 think? 12 out of 15, 12 dude, out of it was, 15. Dude, of the Brady-Belichick career, they made the Super Bowl Let's say over fifty percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I know, I know, it's ridiculous. But if you really oh, break one, it down, three, like, four, seven, six, seven, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, 
18. So that's 13 champion AFC championship. That's 13 AFC championship games. Out of what, 20? Out of 17 years. 13 it's, out right, of 17? Right, let, me, let me tell you the ones they didn't play in. 02, 05. 06. No, 06 no. we did. 06 we yeah, did. Yeah, we beat you then. 02 because they didn't make the playoffs. 05 because they lost to Denver in the divisional round. Yep. 08 because Brady was hurt. 09 because they got run. And 10. Sorry, 5. They didn't play in 5 because they got beat by the Jets in the divisional round. 5 out of 20? Yeah. That's crazy. Championship Pretty. games. Yeah. That's insane. Why do you think what people... Why and do they, they only had 6, though. Paul, when I say Bill Belichick... That kind of blows. When I say Bill Belichick, they went to nine. They went to nine. Super I can't Bowls. bitch. Out of those, out of those, what fifteen they went to? They won nine of them. But they went to fifteen AFC Championship. Games. You know how hard it is to get to the AFC Championship game every year. But you went to fifteen of them. Clearly, yes, clearly not that fucking hard. If you got into fifteen of them, it's extremely difficult because clearly they had the script, dog. Yeah, they had the script. All right. Yeah, Belichick. Right. Had, I got them keys. Belichick keys, didn't know. I mean, I'm sorry. Goodell didn't know Belichick had the script, yeah. and he was pulling some funky Belichick shit. Belichick was writing the script and slipping it under Goodell's yeah, door yeah. in the no, beginning no, no, of the no. season. Belichick, no, no, Goodell was writing the script, and Belichick had the ends on it, and he didn't know. That's why. 15 out of 20? Retarded. 15 out of – no, it's not 15 out of 20. I think it was 15 out of – Say anything 17? less. No, they worse. missed five. It's even worse. From 01 – to 19, so that's 18 years, they missed five. So they went 13. 13 out of 20? 13 out of 18. 13 out of 18. And you got six. Okay. So you were playing, so basically 50% of the, 50% of the time. I'm impressed. <laughs> that, meant, that means half the time, if the Patriots were in the AFC Championship, that yeah. means half the time they, were, they won the Super Bowl. So it kind of blows. Which is an, in a league that was created for parity. So that one team could never do that. Do that, yeah. One team was never supposed to be able to dominate. Oh, well, yeah, like that. I get it, guy. I get so it. I mean, this we is lived why, through it. We fucking lived through it. I know. Okay, we know. With the, I, I, I will still, I will go to my grave with trauma, you know, from, you know, 04 and 07 and, well, not 07 so much, but. Not 07 at all. You know, that 20, was me. 20, 20, 28 to 3 will haunt me for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, that Edelman catch. God what? But what? That was the net, that was the moment I knew. But if you at 2016, Russ, fucking Russ. In 2016, well, the Russ thing is whatever. In 2016, though, if you would have said, "Hey, in six, eight years from now, Belichick will be coaching the Falcons," you would have laughed. No, I wouldn't have. I'd be like, what do you mean he's still coaching? I'd be like, all right, well, yeah. Shit's yeah, good. I would have laughed at the fact Every, that he was still coaching. I mean, listen, it, it, if Tom, if Tom Landry up. can get fired, anybody can. Yeah, but I figured that Belichick would have hung it up. With Brady, when they won their last one and just said, fuck it, we're done. You know, that would have been the way. But Brady wanted to go back and play a couple more years, and fucking Belichick was like, I'm not done yet. You know what I mean? It just it, it happened the way it happened. You know, all great dynasties break up and go, but you don't really see, like, some, like, if you had told me that Belichick and Brady would go, were both going to be, like, extremely successful after they broke up, I probably would have told you bullshit, and I probably would have thought it was the other way around. No, I would have said Brady would have had it was the always, worst career. I, I no, thought Belichick post, would have still done well. No, because by Not that good. no, because by that at that point, well, it's way Brady, easier. It's way easier for a player 
to go pick to, to cherry hand, pick, to cherry pick a, a team. beautiful team. And it, it's way harder for a coach to go into an organization and rebuild it from the ground up. I mean, but Nick Saban, yeah, that's college. I mean, whatever. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong; it can be done, but not done. not at this age and not at this point in his career. Yeah, like it yeah, doesn't; it's so yeah, hard to do. I know, so I know. I that's just, why I, it'll be infinitely more. If Belichick goes to, let's say, the the Atlanta Falcons, which I believe is where he's going to end up, yep. seems like it. And they win a Super Bowl with Bill Belichick. That is a thousand times more impressive to me than Brady going to the Bucs and winning a Super Bowl. And Brady only won one with them. So Belichick only needs to go to one other team and win a Super Bowl. And, and if you if, Bre- if Belichick winning one. With another franchise as a head coach, is infinitely more impressive don't than Brady winning I another one with the Bucks. I don't want to ever hear that Brady made Belichick ever again. Yep. Or the uh, yeah. I already don't want to hear that. Right. I already refuse to hear right. that because right. I know it's not true. But anyway. Right. All right. Let's leave it there, boys. We'll do the NBA trade deadline stuff next week because uh, February eighth is the trade deadline. We'll get closer to it. We get a little bit closer to it. There are some moves being made. Uh, Siakam obviously is going to Bucks fire their head coach. Uh, the Pacers, <laughs> Milwaukee. Uh, the the Bucks. Bucks are firing their head coach. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks, not Tampa. <laughs> no, but the Indiana Pacers got Siakam out of Toronto, so that's pretty big. Uh, Trey Young could be on the move. Um, Celtics still the best team in the league. Uh, uh, Murray could be on the move. Terry Rozier ended up going to Terry uh, Rozier in Miami. That's big. Miami. That's a great Terry move. Black that models. is a tremendous Terry move. Black models. Models. And, yeah. and Kyle oh. Fatass Lowry is out of there. That was a big. That problem. is a tr- oh, is Lowry gone? Yeah, that was really? part of the trade. Yeah. Where'd he go? Where Terry was? Uh, oh, so fucking. Uh, is it, was he, it Charlotte? Oh, sh- Charlotte, no, Memphis. Memphis. I forget. Memphis. I don't know. One yeah, of those. It was teams. One of those two teams. Who gives a shit? Blue team. Scary Terry in Miami, though, is a Terry that's a Black great models, fit. Bro, I love him. That's that, a great. That's fit. a great ad. Uh, we'll see if we'll see if we'll see what my Lakers do before the deadline because you know they're going to do something. Probably Giannis. The gonna... Celtics are coming. I'll be there, by the way. Yours truly, Plissy, will be in Loge. Five. Five? Oh, for the for the for the Lakers Celtics game this week. Yeah, he's uh, he's going next Friday to the Lakers game. Yeah. Just, just scream! I want to hear you on TV. Just screaming like un, like unconscious shit. Like in downtime, and like they're like just going over half court, just you be like, "Don't fuck your mother!" Hey, should I just charge the court and embarrass the fuck out of Monique? No, because they'll get arrested. Yeah. yeah, that's stupid. It sounds dumb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure that's dumb. <laughs> I know. Paul's like getting arrested. He's like, "Row one, take one." Yeah. Row one, take one. We're like, we, we, know, we're like, we, we don't, we don't, like, we don't know this guy. Uh, we don't know this just, guy. Oh, just when when I take a low in the game, Joey Fats, undeniably just like. Like in the middle of the second quarter, like when like guys are just walking up down the court and taking their sweet ass time because they're trying to rest, just yeah. scream out, scream out, LeBron! Just scream out like you're mentally challenged. <laughs> All right, when it's quiet. Yes, exactly. When it's very quiet, I'll just go. LeBron! I'll just, yeah, I'll just be like, yeah. Okay, LeBron yeah. James. Just run out there and be like, I'm pacifist Paul. <laughs> what am I yelling? I'm pacifist Paul. Pacifist Paul. I'm German. <laughs> LeBron James. I gotta yell something that y'all know. Y'all, y'all know. It's Jujitsu John. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll yell Jujitsu John. I'll just yell Jujitsu John. Jujitsu John. Oh my god. I right legit- before LeBron's about to throw, I'll just be like Jujitsu John, and he'll just be like, "Shit, that's funny," and he'll miss. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like yelling to the refs like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Yo, kick him out." He just kick him out. Hey him, Loge five. Kick him out. Third row. LeBron. No, I can't be an asshole because we have um, somebody's seats. So oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I, I got to be. But, but LeBron gotta... does the great Robert De Niro face. <laughs> All the time now. <laughs> yep. I mean, listen, I don't, I don't really care who wins that game because obviously we already have 18 banners and the Celtics only have 17, so whatever, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Ass, but That's uh, right. 
LeBron won that interconference championship. In, He's like, it's over. In season, in season championship, sir. Stupidest thing I've ever heard of in my life. But it doesn't matter because the season doesn't start till February 9th. If you're a Lakers fan, the season doesn't start till February 9th anyway. That's you when, guys even going to make the postseason? Oh, yes, we're going to make the postseason. Okay, I don't even know what your record is. We're like sub-500 right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're going to even make the postseason. Anthony Davis Bro, you know, you know, nobody, you know AD and LeBron are not trying right now. <laughs> That's what oh, I said. Oh, come on. No, they're, yeah. Oh, they're not dude, trying. We were the, we were the, we were the seventh seed all. last year. Dude, Anthony Davis, I don't think tries at all anymore. They don't like, care, no, no. dude. The format, the uh, the regular season is such a formality. We'll do this next week. All right, let's get out of here because we've already been on here for almost <laughs> two true, and a half it's hours. It's true so. with basketball, right. though. Let's get we'll, out of here. We'll claim this next week. Yeah, uh, so we'll talk I'm basketball. I'm until next week. Okay, we're Ron James. And, uh, oh, we failed to mention Antonio Pierce is the Raiders head coach. Congratulations. They finally got it right. And it seems like they're hiring Tom. Sort Col- of. Backwards. Tom- yeah, but, but they're yeah. hiring Tom Telesco as the GM. We'll see how that goes. He's a pretty good GM. Yep. He built the Chargers from Fuck the ground up. Still, but whatever. <laughs> yep. Well, listen. We know AP won the locker room over. Now we'll find out if he can coach. All right. So. Well, they screwed us. Anyway, Joey Fats Radio, Roll 1, Seat 1. Thank you all for joining us for Plizzy and Mr. Betancourt. I am Joey Fats. We'll see you next Tuesday night, 8.45 p.m. right here on the one, the only, the Bedford Guide. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Adios.